0: Game Brain, a board game podcast of Matthew Robinson's gaming group. And I am staring right now at Matthew Robinson himself. How you doing, Matt? Hey, man. And I am
1: staring at a whole bunch of uh, people that I don't know and a couple recognizable faces because we are doing a Zoom chat with a whole lot of people. And uh, you will hear from them soon. But right now, you can't hear from anybody but me and Tom, except I do want to introduce the Gary Delabate of our <laughs> podcast, man who is helping us, who... Uh, Put together this whole Zoom for us, Derek Lipkin, friend of the show. Thank you for helping us, Derek.
2: Of course, happy to be here. I, I like to think of myself as the baba booie, really, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fluff, flew high. Uh, Derek has helped us put together this whole Zoom thing. We have a whole bunch of friendly faces in the chat now. More people will be joining as we go. We're going to uh, say hello to them as they come on. But first, Tom and I are just going to chat for a second. So if you're in the uh, if you're in the Zoom chat, just chill out and uh, watch the magic between Tom Donnelly <laughs> and myself unfold how are you Tom
0: I'm doing very well Matt how are you that's the question I'm good. I have I'm good. I I have two teenagers in my house so my life has not really changed at all they' are perfectly content living their lives your situation you've got well, two under two well here's
1: the funny thing no two under three but two under so three you yes. Yes. Your children's lives have changed drastically. Yours hasn't. No, my children's lives haven't changed at all. But my life is over, <laughs> completely finished. Because my children have no idea what's happening. This to just be home all day without pants on is just their normal life. Except now they now dad's there most of the day, which is cool. Um, but yeah, I we have no child care. I still am expected to work my full time job as a writer uh and no it's, it's been, it's no kind of that's not fair yeah pretty much no it's nobody really seems to care about um the pandemic in my world
0: no nor uh, nor in mine I'm I'm busier yeah. now I tell people this all the time I'm like oh, everybody awful. else is getting laid off and I could not be busier I literally there are not no. enough hours in the day okay. to do what I got to do
1: and I am not trust me I'm not complaining nope. at all about it but um I am uh I have not had a free moment in seven weeks
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't game with you in forever and I do miss that. I miss that very yeah. much. I'm gaming. You know a what? I have not. I
1: have not played a single board game since this started, which sucks. Uh, totally sucks. Awful. I haven't my wife and I, we had all these plans. We we're going to play Everdell. We were going to play. I was going to teach her Agricola. She was like down for Agricola.
3: Nope. Nope. I, no, Nope. I'm playing 10, a lot of games nine with the kids. Rolls.
1: More- yeah, no, I, you're, by the way, your last episode was fantastic. I really appreciated it. Oh, thank um, you.
0: Thank you. It was- you
1: are. I think I speak for everybody when I say you are a very, very impressive. And wonderful father.
0: I, I wish that I could take any credit whatsoever, but frankly, I was floored by their insight and their <laughs> eloquence. And like, I'm like, how come you don't talk like this at home? Where are you so You know what? <laughs> the, the
1: whole the whole time you were talking to them, I was like, I had one question that I wanted you to answer, which you didn't, which was, How the hell do you did you get kids that want a game? I feel like most teenagers would be like, No, I don't want to do that with you. That sounds awful. Your kids are like super. I just feel like I, I I wouldn't have wanted to at their age probably. I was like, I'm out. You know, I don't know. Your kids just seem super into it.
0: I I guess we I guess the household was just set up in such a way that it was just absolutely normal. You know, I mean, it was just yeah. it was the way it is. It's like, hey, if you grow up where daddy's got four sister wives, then that's what you are used to. In in this case, it's just okay. the you know Uncle Paul. Uh, you know, comes over for Saturday night dinners and yeah. we play a board game afterwards and the whole family does it. And it just became, it was just this super normal thing. So,
1: yeah, well, you you're, you're very, you're, you're very blessed to have, uh, children who are so, uh, apt for gaming and educated about it and speak well about it. So you did really well. There.
0: Thanks so much. I, I, I feel very much the same. I I'm, I'm blown away. Uh, it, people give teen the teenage years a bad rap and there's a reason for it. It's it's there's some yeah. rough patches of it, but it's also kind of an amazing thing. Cause you get to see like these, uh, the green sprouts are coming up of an an adult and who this adult is. Yeah. There are some things that I'm you know worried about or some things that, that, Oh God, I hope you all grow that quickly. Um, but for the most part, most of it is, Oh, you're, you're kind of an amazing person and I can't wait to see adult you. And, and I like where this is going. So it's awesome.
1: Awesome. Um, well, I have nothing to talk about in the world of board (laughs) games. I'm playing a lot of video games though, because at 9 PM, when both of my children are asleep, uh, my wife has been making me a martini Mm -hmm. and then I sit down and I play doom eternal, which is (laughs) absolutely the greatest video game I've ever played in my life. I'm saying it right now. Really? Top, top five games I've ever played in my entire life. Really? I'm obsessed with it. Now, look. I'm not the hugest FPS guy. I, I, I've i played them all, but it, I wouldn't be like that's my jam. I like 2016 Doom a lot. Played it, beat it, loved it. Mm-hmm. Was not excited for Doom Eternal. Didn't even buy it the day it came out. Bought Animal Crossing, played that for a month. A month later, I was like, all right, I'll check out Doom Eternal, and it blew me away. You know why? I, I that's what I was going to ask. What what's the deal? Doom Eternal. Yeah. Is a resource management game. Oh. Uh, so doom they, Eternal Euro, is, How do you Euro Doom? Yes. It's, it's a Eurofied <laughs> FPS. I'm going to tell you how. So it is, it is a thinking man's first-person shooter. Uh-huh. Every single uh, demon in the game has a different weapon that it needs to kill it.
0: Okay. okay? So sure. you're
1: not just... You can't just go guns blazing, do everything, right? There's, a, there's the right weapon
0: for each demon. Are there encumbrance rules or can you carry everything?
1: You, you you have you have a, a fixed amount of weapons that's that 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 you always have uh, access to. Gotcha. Okay. So beyond that, there is a chainsaw ability. The chainsaw ability is necessary to re up your ammo. That's mm-hmm. the main way to get more ammo. It's the only way to get more ammo in the game. Gotcha. There is also a way to do uh, kills that by by killing a demon in a certain way, you refill your life. Okay. So what it does is you get on this <laughs> amazing cycle. Uh, every time you enter a room with a whole bunch of demons, you instantly have to come up with a strategy in your head of the order to kill them. Then w- then you have to keep a certain amount of them alive to farm for ammunition that you're going to then need to keep the cycle going. But a certain amount of them are also necessary to keep your health alive. So it gets in this awesome cycle. Of, it sounds very um, euro You really have to think like, okay, I'm in this room with like these nine different types of demons. Each one needs a different weapon. I have to choose the order I kill them in because of the amount of damage they do to me. Then I need to figure my cycle out for getting the right amount of ammunition for each one while keeping my life alive. So you have the resource of your ammunition, the resource of your life, the resource. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it it blew me away. And it seems like such a simple, obvious thing to, to really make you have to do fast tactics and overall strategy for each fight. But um, if you are a board gamer and you have the, the skills for FPS, because it's hard as hell, uh, I, I very highly recommend Doom Eternal.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I have to say that I had my best experience gaming, uh, board gaming virtually yesterday. Ooh. Last night on Board Game Arena, myself, Trey, Paul, a uh, friend of the pod, David Gillison, and friend of the pod, Mikey Boy Kananak, got together Ooh. and played Elfenland. Which is an play early play? Elfinland. Elfinland. Elf. Okay. It's an early okay. Alan Moon.
3: Oh, sure, sure. It is
0: it it could not it's sort of like it, it's sort of like um how would I describe it? It's ticket to ride where you're constantly punching each other on the balls. That's basically what it is. I mean it's 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 very okay. much uh yeah, it's it's more strategic, uh ticket to ticket to ride. It's that's selling it a little short. We yeah. had the best time. We were just Oh, that's awesome. We were just ragging on each other the whole time. It was one of those just banter back and forth when we're seeing what each of us is doing and just uh, slagging each other off, as Mikey would say. And uh, it really, really had a great time. I think I think that's going to be Paul's review but uh, uh michael, you
1: know, michael panzer in chat is saying that it is a simple version of elfin Rhodes and it won yes. alamone his first spiel des jars
0: it was the first spiel de jars yes and uh oh. doris doris matthaus did the uh, did the art for that she did carcassonne she did bonanza she did all that sort of stuff she was sort of like she was the first Eno tool she was the the first uh <laughs> art, art designer for euros that everyone was like wow this is she's got a style she's got a there's an expression to it it's a it's she a real did
1: el grande as well she apparently. did el grande
0: as a matter of fact yes that's correct that's correct so that's, that's really really awesome should we should that's we get awesome. in and start talking to people? you and let's i could do this it. anytime we want to do
1: we, uh, that's what i'm saying but hey, you know it's still an app it's still a podcast my friend let's let's bring in some stranger danger oh okay. and by stranger danger i mean mr alfred darlington
4: okay
5: <laughs> caller you're now, on Tom, the air uh, <laughs> First-time caller, long-time listener. It's
1: pronounced uh, Darlington or uh, yes. Alf, Albert.
5: And where, I where, mean, where it, are you calling from, sir? I'm I'm out of Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, right Beantown. Uh, Town. Happy oh, I, to I can
1: hear your thick accent.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Donnelly will jump into that in five seconds flat. <laughs> much faster than myself. I'm just really happy that this is during uh, daylight hours where I can I can be like. Instead of gaming with you guys when it's like my bedtime, this is, and you're on Pacific yeah. Coast, that that we can actually all be here. This is really amazing. You're doing this. I love the fact to see all these people in the Zoom chat right now. Really excited for all this. And uh, yeah, big, big hello to you both. It's really nice to see you too. It's good to see you. Uh, how are you doing, Alfred? Have you, you been
1: doing any gaming?
5: A lot of gaming. Board Game Arena has shown up quite a bit. And then okay. also... Um, The things through Steam and elsewise. Uh, I even did a game of Code Names on like a specific Code Name site. Oh yeah, 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 like a
1: dedicated site to that. Yeah, yeah.
5: it's it's board game arena seems to be winning out for me personally right now, but it's it's it still misses like it all misses the in person interaction. Like I I miss it deeply, the across the board banter, um, and then also just the push and pull things. I don't miss the fidgetiness, the wonkiness. I mean, Board Game Arena solves a lot of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't have to keep like a hawk and watch the whole board, but
0: Yeah, that that what was that's that what last night was for me. Last night was the first time when the the banter and that and that personal connection came through in a virtual medium. So, that was really awesome.
5: But you're still using two apps, right? You're using the Discord for yes. talking and then the Board Game Arena yes. for its, its laws and rules. But then it's still kind of tough. There's no undo on Board Game Arena. You get into situations where somebody doesn't quite understand the, the, yep. the um, GUI, the interface, and suddenly you're like.
0: There's actually some undo kind of un- in the, the game we play. Year. There is there is some undo in the game. In okay, nice. played. So we have
5: which
1: our not... first baby in Zoom, which I just want. I want to Ooh. welcome a baby to Zoom. Hi baby. <laughs> Hi
0: baby.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alfred, I you, wonder what questions that baby. Was. <laughs> you
0: just Alfred, you just finished your first. We semester. we all go get teaching. our babies? Let's all go get our
5: babies. <laughs> I, I did just finish my first year of teaching. How yeah. did it go? First, uh, my first full year. Um, it was amazing. It's an incredible experience. Uh, I, you know, had some students that did really well and I had some students that didn't uh, because of the situation. Like I'm really used to zoom right now because my, the latter half of the semester was all taught in zoom. Gotcha. Uh, for music, that isn't the optimum situation. And so some students thrive and some students did less so, but everyone has to take it with some understanding.
0: And shall we announce to everybody that you are going to, now that we're in this weird virtual environment situation with the podcast that you will be, you will be back in the rotation this, uh, this turn, right?
5: Absolutely, I'm really looking for. Yeah, 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 that's going to be nice. Yeah, no excuses.
0: Yeah, we're super. Well, interested. just
1: just the. <laughs> no, Alfred. No excuses.
5: <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, sure
1: enough. Alfred, here. is that your Animal Crossing character behind your shoulder? It is a little bit, yeah.
5: I, I whereas you quit, <laughs> I, I've kept it going, slow and steady, no time <laughs> travel. I, I,
1: yeah, I, I put eighty max. hours into it. I feel like I saw it all. I'll I'll, no, I'll be sure. back. I'll dip in when like new events it's, happen. But I paid yeah. off all my debts, and I'm like I beat the game. I feel like <laughs>
5: uh, the, the building the building structure of it changes things a little bit. No, no, no. I mean it's yeah. not it's it's not a game. It's just an environment to de stress in. Like when you were oh, talking totally. about finishing your baby your baby duties for the day, and then and your work, and then being able to retire down to the games. Yeah. Um. I sympathize, even though my days are quite gaming most of the time and then the occasional class and hopefully time with partner and stuff like that. But like, um, yeah, a little different natured. but that being said, I'm jelly of your whole like solo board game situation. I need to get that stuff going in my life. I know that was actually I what I brought a whole question table about. Table full of today.
1: solo board games that I haven't played in seven weeks. There's like <laughs> dust
5: on them. So ha- have you played the online representation of that mobile yet? I mean, have you done that? We, I, yeah, I think no, the I would. I game.
1: mean, Cloudspire, no, I'm yeah, Cloudspire. I know there's a good uh tabletop simulator version of it. No, I, I mean, it's it's just. My schedule is such that I can't coordinate with anybody else. It's like no, sure, sure. When my day is, I I have you know thirty minutes before I have to go to sleep, and I I throw on a video.
0: I actually have a a solution for that, possibly. Mm. Um, Yeah, turn based. You and I could play turn. You and I could play turn based games. You and I could review. The Great Zimbabwe on boardgamecore.net, which oh, is geez. turn-based. Okay. Do it when you do it when you. I can. hope it's
1: better than the antiquity. Uh, it, it is. Was. It is
0: supposed to be antiquity. Was their their first test case and was uh, difficult. Okay. But this one should I'm be do, should be doable.
1: I mean, Alfred and Trey and Paul and I were playing a ton of Through the Ages, yeah. which is all uh, push
0: turn-based. But it friend would, of the pod, uh, Candace put together a tournament, right? I know.
5: Can I just announce how spanked? Uh, Paul, Trey, and myself got in that tournament. We were thoroughly <laughs> uh, the drubbing was serious. Oh, that's great! People oh, were like, okay. you know, like lapping us around. You know,
1: see, we had our own little meta there, Alfred. We thought yeah. we were good, and 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 I never had that bubble pop, so I still get to believe that I know what I'm doing. Paul today. was. I'm
5: still too and in- yeah, good. I'm still too intimidated to like board game with strangers on board game arena. Mm-hmm. Sure, um, sure. And because it's it's a you know it's a kind of harrowing to get into the politics of. Other, even though there's obviously limited chat, like possibilities and stuff, it's just
0: Paul complained. Paul know. complained a little more than a little bit last night about the uh, the about the tournament. <laughs> he was un, he was unhappy with how it went. <laughs>
5: there were some structural problems. Maybe I mean, I, most of my games were with the same people, so gotcha. it wasn't really like sure, sure. proper like randomly Round Robin. picked. Yeah. yeah, not necessarily, but that's all good. Gotcha. I mean, I, I didn't mind. Gotcha. But I did have a question for you both. Go ahead. Um, and I, I don't want to eat up time because I know this is going to... Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll get into uh, all, everybody real quick. But go ahead. I,
5: I, after, somebody mentioned on the board game, um, uh, on, our, on our group page, about a 4X they were doing. Mm. And I'm really eager to get into that, but I'm looking for good 4X, exploratory, kind of sandboxy board games. I'm serious. Like, I haven't played as much of that style where it's a little bit more... I mean, maybe a little bit more Ameritrash, a little more chance. Yep. I liked some of the things I was finding in uh, I've only limited to play Gloomhaven. Obviously that's like this big number one thing. And there's a little bit of exploration of the space in a very limited fashion. Right. Mm -hmm. But I I want a recommendation for something where I can like sink my teeth in, maybe cooperative, maybe solo, um, whatever, whatever valence, but that's, that would be my sweet spot. I just kind of miss that. I
0: miss sure, sure. Those kind of games. Solo 4X. I'm not sure. I can...
5: possibly solo 4X. Gaia also... Project
0: has
1: an amazing solo version of. It. I love the Guy Project solo. I think it plays not really 4X though, as... right?
0: It's it's 2X.
1: Yeah, but it's. <laughs> I feel like it gives you that vibe.
0: Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Alfred, did you like Eclipse when we would play that? Yeah, sure. The Eclipse it, app is fine. That's a four X. Yeah. That's a four X game with a good with a good yeah. app to it. I mean, that's really the best. Um, the other other things that you can look at that give that four X feel. There's a game called Shia uh, Legends of the Drift System that's spelled X I A. Uh, something yeah. to check out. I don't know if there's an online implementation of that, but if there is, it's a it, that that's pretty cool. A little more rando uh, than a lot of things. Yeah. Um, the Firefly board game actually is not not completely awful and has a lot of forex uh, elements of it and of course the, uh, you know some people are going to say how are you not mentioning twilight imperium i don't mention twilight imperium because i hate twilight imperium but you might not be me and some people swear by it as being
1: i don't know why so- fantasy flight doesn't put together a twilight imperium app it would crush i mean if there was a push-based version of that and the, the biggest barrier to entry to that is like it, it takes 10 hours I mean, if they did to the through the ages what they did to the Twilight Imperium, it, that would be awesome. I'd be all over that. I'd pay, I'd pay thirty bucks for that, no problem.
5: It, yeah, I, I've never played Twilight Imperium all the way through because it's just such a. It's hard to yeah. do anything else. You,
3: know,
0: it, you know, I mean, it is owned by they. They are owned by Asmodee, and Asmodee has done has gone the other way. Uh, they have they have well, done. Fantasy uh, Flight Interactive is dead too. So yeah, they they, they pulled things off of board game. Uh, um, not board game core, uh, whichever tabletop Arena. simulator. Yeah, they've they've uh, yep, yep. they've, they've uh, said that they've issued cease and desists and pulled things down from there. Okay. Which uh, we, we can have, we can have a talk about that. Oh, Phil Kempo well, said said that uh, Great Zimbabwe looks great on board game core. So hey, that's good. That's good right. to know.
1: I'm down. Yeah. We'll do it. Done. Shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we get our first person in? Let's do yeah, it. Keep it moving. Thank
5: you there. so
0: much. Nice to see you. Great love to see you, Alfred. Alfred. We love everybody. you, man.
1: Derek's gonna bring us in uh, first in first out kind of yeah. uh, service, right?
0: Alfred looks bad. What's yes, going on? Yes,
2: absolutely. The Wayne uh, <laughs> order in like relative order. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're,
0: you're, something's going on with your audio, <laughs> sir. Don't word. know what it is, but
2: oh, okay, okay. Well, I will. I'll, I'll bring people in. The First person is Vitali. Vitali Fuchs.
1: Hello, Vitali. And we are unmuting you or attempting to. Uh-oh. Did Derek die? I can unmute you. I think. Yes, there we go. Hi, Vitaly. How are you?
6: Uh, pretty good. I don't really have a question. Just sending greetings from central New Jersey.
0: Oh, fantastic. Well, oh, no, where exactly? So we, we've we've mentioned this on uh, on Facebook before. Where exactly in central New Jersey are you?
6: Yeah, I've chatted with you about that on Facebook. Yeah. I'm in... Um, on the border of Marlborough and Freehold?
0: Yes, yes, yes. You're uh, Leonardo, is that correct?
6: Uh, but, uh, technically, I am in Marlborough.
0: Marlborough. You're in Marlborough. Got it, got it, got it. Yes. Uh, well, there's a, let's see, at least one other person. Drew Galbath Ryer is also on the call, and he and I went to CBA, Christian Brothers Academy, right there in Lincroft. That, yeah, that was, was our. Asked
6: that, that, that on Route 20 all the time. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, well. thank that? you for saying hi, Vitaly, and, and we appreciate you listening. Um, shall we jump to who is ever next? Derek Lipkin, the Baba Booey of the podcast.
2: Yeah, it should be Michael Panzer. Michael, are you still? Let, let's see. I, can unmute oh, I think I'm
1: better yeah, at unmuting you. than you. I'll be the king unmuter. Hi, Michael. How's it going? Hi. Good. Thank you so much.
7: Where are we chatting to you from? Does that make sense? Um, uh, Rochester, Minnesota. Oh, I, I, there, there's nothing here except for Mayo Clinic. So I work for Mayo Clinic. Oh, is that right? That's wonderful. <laughs> yes. That's, are you are you particularly busy during this very strange time we live in? No, it's completely the opposite, right? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. since I'm not non-patient facing, it's uh, we work from home, but Mayo Clinic actually, of course, is. It's mainly elective, oh, so okay. it's 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 a it isn't there. Are, it's it's not an easy time got, <laughs> to it, be got it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. There's that, but but that's fine, we'll, We're gonna get through it. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I appreciate the uh, like, especially Tom's um, deep hist- uh, deep historic appreciation of board games that goes back to the 90s and earlier. So I I brought a show and tell of my. Uh, Original of fresh like a- fish.
0: Holy <laughs> cow. Friedrich Frieza. Holy Freeman Frieza. Oh my goodness.
7: Look at that. Number is 167 the- made. It was made. It was 300 and this is 167. So That's uh, amazing. Holy cow, Michael. The, uh-
0: That's. What what is it what does it look like because it's it's one of my favorite games it's it's way on my top, like on the inside like it's, what are the It's
1: what are the mostly like? like miniatures right it's all miniatures no, no. so, so it's, come on. it is
7: it is completely like this is a handmade like Friedemann probably made it at his kitchen table right so uh, <laughs> so we have this uh, like plain white box right it is even more basic than the Uber Play Edition that most people know. So we have like a copied rule sheet and we have like a very basic oh, I that's love probably it. all mine. And, and if you need to look at the, at the laminated map, which is completely Whoa. green... Oh wow! That is a compl- <laughs> that is that is early splotter. That's
0: what that is. That's that that like it's, it is an basic. early
7: splatter. Right? I was I was debating what to show either Khan, which is uh, which is the <laughs> uh, this redheaded stepchild of 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 early splatter, or um, uh, and of course like your your uh, uh ex your expropriation, mark like markers are these little oh my God. rings. So it's That's very amazing. basic, right? Amazing. <laughs> wow. Oh. I love
0: that game. Uh, let me see where that. Is. I, I got to find out where that is on that's our awesome. uh, on our list. You know, that's I've, amazing. I've, you,
1: I know you, you have played that a lot, Tom, and most people in the group have. But I've I've never actually played it with you. Really? I've just yeah. I've never been there when it got to the table.
0: Oh, it's, it's so interesting. Yeah. It, it is. It's it's one of those amazing puzzle games where yeah, you yeah. Know, a, a negative space game is always very interesting to me. Right? Where yeah. no, it's I, not I, about I, it what you're doing; played... it's about what's what's happening in the places that aren't happening. Yeah.
1: I've been at the other end of the table while it was being played a few times while I was teaching something else, but um, it looks awesome. Yeah,
7: in mean, front of the pod, Jim, the way to do it, if Go ahead. I mean, if you want to play the classic game, uh, Friedemann did a new version of it in 2014, uh, where he rejigged the game. You can still play the old game. He have, has a copy of the original rules just on the flip side of the board. The way to do it, there's a JavaScript, impl- there's a JavaScript implementation of the expropriation rules in uh, on board game geeks so you could so on your phone you just place the tiles you're placing on the board you place them on the phone and then and then <laughs> and then your, uh, is right? your browser yeah. going to tell you, you the, then your browser's going to tell you which which tiles to expropriate and where to put the roads this is this is a quicker way of if you're not super used to it like like the the usual complaint about fresh fish is that you are not going to be. You're missing. You're going to miss a road placement somewhere. Sometimes and then it's you do, impossible yeah. to roll it back. Wow. And if you're not used to it, you stare at the board, and everybody's like, "Ugh," and and that's not fun. So I found the JavaScript. If you want to play it live, have the JavaScript stuff uh, thing on your phone running, and just place the place whatever tile you place on there. It takes at one second. And Michael, then, that's
0: a fantastic tip. Thank you so much <laughs> for that. That's awesome. that's awesome. I have the I have the newer version of it. I have the Plenary Games version of it. I have both of those. versions. Versions. I even though it's ugly as sin, I prefer the plenary version. Yes. It, it's I don't yeah. know why, it's just better.
7: Well you 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 prefer the version you fall you fell in love with, right? I mean there's yeah. kind of uh, there are newer versions of it, but they don't hold the allure. You're right? probably right. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's also the fact it's like, that it's a square yeah. board and the new
0: version it's four boards that you intersect and so it's never quite square yeah it it's it's just odd. it's just odd. Dude, thanks so much. I love yeah, a fresh awesome. fish fan for showing us that. Did, uh, you <laughs> are, are you this. uh are you german by uh, by uh, you born in Germany by
7: design I am <laughs> yeah I've, i'm uh, I am that's probably that's like my like uh, you can tell I'm not from the midwest, right so we're, we uh, uh, we're in Germany so
1: far. Of, we have a theme of people with Eastern European accents uh, on the eastern seaboard so far. <laughs>
7: yeah so that's that's what Minnesota. that's the second thing that that obviously i uh uh i like about the podcast is the uh is the the, the philosophical slant right I, like yeah. i'm a philosopher i'm an ontologist but i'm a philosopher sure. in, in some ways so um
1: dmitri knew how to use a computer i'm sure he'd be here
7: see so uh, i'm <laughs> I'm from Cologne. So I, so I know that. Oh. Uh, uh, so you bought you bought um, uh, a game there. So um, I sure did. I sure did. I still have Cartagena
0: from uh, from there. I think I, th- I think about several, but that's the one that uh, that I still have to this day yeah. and, and, and yeah, play all the so, time. And and Maddie and I, you know, we we flew in uh, through Dusseldorf. So we were right in that neighborhood when we went to Essen a couple of years back.
7: Right. So that, that's my, that, this kind of tri, this triangle. I'm from a smaller town uh, uh, around there. And I studied in Dusseldorf and I, I lived in Cologne before moving to the US.
0: I thought Cologne was really? such a beautiful
7: city. I really, really loved it. I thought it was right back. gorgeous. Gorgeous there's a like there's a like the, the 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 colonians they will they will disagree with you but uh, <laughs> so since Colonia as a city was essentially 100% destroyed after world war II, it was it was it was rebuilt in a very kind of haphazard style so the people who live there the residents find it so ugly that there is a that uh, the the city for a while had a, like an ad campaign where they were moving a huge um uh, um, neon sign at the ugliest places and the sign was called uh, the, and the and the sign read love your city oh my god really because it's, yeah. it's it's got the it's got the little tr- the little cable car that goes down it's got the river oh, yeah, the yeah. river's beautiful it's got some great no, it, stuff ha- it has a lot of these kind of uh, German charm. Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> for sure. And of course, and the and the Americans and the, like the British and the Americans didn't bomb the cathedral, so that's that's. Uh, so the cathedral is still original, right? The so cathedral, the cathedral is, is stunning. It really yeah, is. The cathedral is really awesome. Yeah, there's not nothing much to say. To, yeah. Michael, thank you Correct. so
0: much for coming in. I would want to keep mo- keep well, moving so we don't leave. Uh, yeah, d- thank you. People out, Thanks, Michael.
7: We loved it. Fantastic. We're gonna go next
0: to Brian. Is this could this possibly be my my bro bro? I have no interest in talking to Tom. I've got questions (laughs) for Matt, Oh, That's my brother, Brian Brian Donnelly, there. How are you, Brian?
3: Good. How are you doing?
0: Doing okay. Doing all right. You're looking good, sir. Yeah. It's a nice day up here. Everybody safe and sound? Yes. Yes. Everyone safe and sound. Brian is calling from the Sacramento area, Sacramento, California, where he is uh, 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 living a pretty good sequestrated life. Doing all right. Yes. The kids are all doing good yeah kids are doing great so you should know that when when uh when my family goes up to visit their family and it's always that way because they have a bigger place uh we spend all the days doing nothing but playing games basically from morning noon and night the only th- we only stop to cook food and occasionally I-, I don't know there might be one or two other things we've occasionally done but brian's got they really four- are a oh oh they- they- they're they're amazing they're amazing, Brian. Brian, what's your what's your, what's your are you playing anything right now? Question
5: for us there, Brian. Yeah,
0: I think it's a I think it's a variant on. Uh, so as Tom knows, right, I've got four kids, um, three girls and a boy, and so um, dialing in a game that everyone wants to play is difficult, right? I've got some kids that are competitive; they really want to play games where you beat the other person. I've got other kids who aren't interested in that at all, and it's been hard to dial in games that everyone loves to play. You know, Mysterium, Detective Club, some of these ones that are largely cooperative right but with a little bit of element but one of the things that i've found recently um you know i've played teach you for years but tom exposed my kids to it the other day and they're they're a little (laughs) insane on it right now Is i'm realizing there's another another aspect which is team games right
5: it's not me versus everyone else it's us versus them um that plays in well and so I, i i've got sabotage on its way here right now but i wondered if you guys had any recommendations on other great
8: Team games, you know, us versus them.
0: Well, first of all, you're dead on right. Tim Fowler's Sabotage is a phenomenal game. It's really, really perfect for that. Um, Christopher McKeon writes, what about Dead of Winter? Um, They're not quite old enough for Dead of Winter yet, but when they get older, they'll be ready for that. Um, Scotland Yard is my first thought. Do you you know, are you familiar with Scotland Yard? We've got it. Yep, we've got it. Oh, you have it? I I
1: was also going to say, if you want to uh, go one step more complicated and ten steps more thematic, uh, Hunt for the Ring Mm. is a really fun version of uh, Hidden Movement where everybody plays a ring wraith and one person Mm. plays Bilbo and uh, you're trying to get the ring out of the Shire, and it's, um, it's really fun. It's really well done, and a really smart version of it. And Actually, the game is split into two halves, and you can uh, save it, so you don't have to complete the whole game. So the first half is one person's Bilbo, and then everybody is the ring wraith trying to get him. And then uh, when that section ends, you flip over the board, and you could play it another night, or you can continue it that night. Each side takes about an hour and a half. Mm. Then one person is Gandalf, uh and the other person are the ring wraiths and they're trying you're trying to help you're you're trying to help Bilbo uh you're trying to distract the ring wraiths so Bilbo has time to-, to put the ring in uh in into Mount Doom. Um and it's and each side plays a little bit differently and it sort of switches the rules up, but it's it's awesome. I mean, especially if you're a Lord of the Rings fan. It's um a really uh
0: faithful uh And let's imaginary. let's also mention the, the hot newness uh the crew. The Crew is a cooperative yeah. game, so it's not really a, a, a team game. It's sort of like everyone's on the same team, but I think your kids might really, really like that. It, it has It's a trick-taking game like Teach You, but it's one in which you're all working together and you're kind of telling a story over the course of it, and I think your kids, Brian, would love it.
1: And I, I don't know if you've introduced them to Wavelength yet. There's the crew right there. Someone's holding it up. It. I don't know if you've introduced the kids to Wavelength, but I, to me, that's, that's my favorite team game of, you know, that's come out recently. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah,
0: oh, absolutely. Pleasure. Someone else mentioned Obscurio. Obscurio is an interesting uh, game, and oh, and dexterity game, Seal Team Flicks. We don't really do cover mm-hmm. cover those too often, but that's a, a well-regarded game in which you're playing like two against two, with the good guys and the bad guys, and you're you're flicking little little pieces around. That might be something uh, your, your younger your younger folks might really dig. So check that Probably. out,
1: Brian. Thanks, Brian. All, All right, right. You, my Who brother. is next? Derek.
0: We got Drew. Hi Drew. Sir. Andrew so, Ryer is a frequent attender, even though he lives in New Jersey. He is a frequent attender of oh, our game yeah. nights. He is part of our yes, game night. We We've
4: game together many times. <laughs> I mean, I, I um I I was thinking of what to say. And you know, I think that's basically what I had to say right now is it's really good to see you know, you guys like in the I guess in the virtual flesh. But because, yeah. uh yeah, you know, I, I tell you I travel like Tom said about I don't know, six ish times a year to California, maybe more. I don't know. It feels like it sometimes, but the highlight of any of those weeks is coming over and playing, you know, whatever with you guys. And um, yeah, I, have been missing that. We've been uh, we've been trying to get some, some group board game nights together electronically. I think like everybody else is here, mm-hmm. but um, I'm definitely missing uh, playing those games. So I've been, I've enjoyed it. And um by the way i i love loved loved the the uh the extra turn show that was great it was great great. listening to kids it's funny it made me feel good i mean um it made me miss my older daughter because she's not home my younger daughter is but
1: what is behind you is we have oh i gotta explain that is that that like a virtual background
4: it's it's wookie shiva from there's this bar in new orleans (laughs) Dogs and I I just mean, I'm amazed it we so got much. ten seconds
1: without bringing that up. That is that is special. Well, I'm just I, I'm thinking that this is
0: going to be a podcast, so old- people aren't going to know what this is. But uh, we may yeah. have to we may have to post this on
4: YouTube. So. It's a. 6 arm whoopee. I'll send you I'll send you the picture. It, it was it's a bar in New Orleans that we we're just having to go upstairs, to the second floor, and it was at a time of day when it was oddly not crowded in this bar. And so I got this great shot of the entire back of the bar. It was awesome. So if you're ever there, it's in Frenchman. It's worth it's it's worth seeing just for Wookiee Shiva. Anyway, yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. No. So uh, I wanted to ask. So, like, I saw a couple of people mention Obscurio, and I heard Brian mention um, uh, Mysterium. It, do you now have you played that at home, Tom? Mysterium or you Obscurio? You were talking about. Either
0: one. Um, I played Mysterium, but I've never played it with the kids, um, and I've never was just I, thinking, never played Obscurio. I've never I've never played is, Obscurio.
4: Yeah, no, I, we have Obscurio. Actually, my daughter has Obscurio. She got it for Christmas, took it back to school with her, and there it sits in her dorm room, <laughs> where she's not allowed to go right now. Ugh. But um, but no, she was a, she's a my younger daughter is a big fan of Mysterium, and it was kind of funny listening to the the discussion my older daughter is a lot like your son and my younger daughter is a lot like your daughter in terms of (laughs) just like half of what they were saying about the kind of games they like about what they um what they do and don't like about a game about like the frustration with always losing on the part of my younger daughter um you know and so anyway she loves Mysterium and I was thinking for that like sort of mystery solving game it's cooperative she might she might like it so that's great I, I i'm gonna have to bring
0: that out yeah i don't even think i i think also, i got rid of it
5: i, I think oh. like there's a couple
1: pretty good escape rooms in a box that i would recommend too like all the exit <laughs> games are fun you know, th- those are fun cooperative just sit around and everybody try to solve it and they're they're usually like oh, the exit ones are pretty well done i've done about three or four of those
4: yeah i got well, a couple if you of want to talk too. escape rooms you have to see when you get when when you come around to Chris Gregory because um, he's the master of it but uh-huh. so I'll throw that out there okay. and I'll I'll, I'll pass a time because I know you got a lot of people to talk to well, we hope it's we could see you guys soon. Yeah, yeah absolutely we miss you man good to, good to see you you too
0: all right
2: yeah. Alright, so we're going to move over to Christopher.
0: The sultry sounds of Derek Lipkin, everybody. <laughs> Ooh, buttery. By the way, he's, he's up for Biggest Geek Award or something along those lines. Is that correct? Biggest,
2: it's, it's, I'm going to be on Nerd Search on uh, Monday, May 11th. It's, uh, oh yeah, if, if this comes out on Monday, if people can come, come watch me. <laughs> From what Caveat New, w- Derek, New York.
1: Derek is the man who got me into pinball and he's the reason that you will see my pinball table collection over Willy there. Willy
0: Wonka. Untouched,
3: uh, unloved.
1: Yeah, Derek is a uh, pinball master. He's a he's a high ranked uh, pinball player in California and the country of the United States, but pretty high ranked in California.
2: Yeah, I, I uh, have been taking a little bit more of a break recently, but it's been uh, it's been I'm gonna get as soon as I guess pinball can come back, I will be right back into it. Uh, hopefully, is as you're, much uh, as possible. If you're
1: guardians in that room.
2: Uh no actually my uh, my guardian's of the galaxy pinball is just in the in the other room. This is uh, eventually going to be the baby's room. So gotcha. eventually the pinball machine will be in here.
0: <laughs> well, you've but, got such a supple wrist. There's that to say. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.
2: That's uh, that's actually one of my one of my top uh items to mention on the on the show on Monday. So
1: <laughs> Awesome. We wanted right, to give well, you the play. Uh, Christopher. Hey Chris, how you doing man? Doing
9: well.
0: Excellent. Uh, good to I see you. I feel like I've been
9: in this apartment for the last two months. Because <laughs> <laughs> <as> I have.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I feel like I've talked to you a million times on Facebook. It's good to talk to you in person. How are you doing these days?
9: Excellent. Hey, holding up. I'm a school teacher, so we've been uh, teaching remotely, which is more interesting because I teach very disabled children. Oh, Wow. So wow. it's been a lot of dealing with parents and explaining to them that what they're going through is what a bunch of other people are going through at this yeah, time sure. and any just reach out we could do.
0: Wow. Wow. That's important stuff. And that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, how much longer is your semester going on?
9: Um, we end like around June 26th, but our kids go 10 months. So okay. it could be through the summer. We don't know.
0: Gotcha. gotcha.
9: I'm in New York, so this could go yeah. on forever.
0: Gotcha. Where in New York? Uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay, great. Awesome.
9: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Do you got any uh, anything you want to talk about today, uh, gaming-wise?
9: I just want to thank the man who got me into the hobby.
0: Oh, dude. Is that
1: me or Tom? That's me, isn't
9: it? Uh, thank you, Matt Robinson. There I know, you go. Uh, you remember this, <laughs> but actually, the first time I got to play one of these style board games was at yep. Bermathon.
1: You and, you and your brother flew out, if I if I remember correctly,
9: right? Yes, we did.
1: That's amazing.
0: I was that's in that right. room that day played? too. Remember?
9: I remember playing Seven Wonders and yep. we also played uh, Love Letter.
1: That's mm-hmm. awesome, that's yep. awesome. Yeah, well, well, Chris has been a, a, a big fan since the get up on this days and uh, I, I thank you for uh, joining me on this board game journey. Uh, the oh, The invisible Fozzie, okay, so he just held up. <laughs> An invisible Fozzie And uh, that is something That Jensen and I who is my old <laughs> podcast uh, Partner we We waited in line at Comic Con In like 2003 at like 4 in the morning To get those and then Like 10 years later we gave it away as a prize And, and, and Christopher won our Invisible Fozzie <laughs> And I'm glad it's still there
9: <laughs> Of course Thank you so much and guys but, Podcast is great uh, Thanks,
1: so thanks much, Christopher man. appreciate it Talk soon. Uh, I believe we're moving on to Etienne.
10: Uh, Hello. Hello. Bonjour, Etienne. Comment Ça va, ça va très bien, merci. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, guys, for this great podcast calling from uh, Montreal, Canada, yeah. where uh, it snowed yesterday. Oh, my God. Um, Oh, yes. Um, I'm going to echo a little bit uh, what was said just before um, by the, 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 sadly, I don't remember the name of the person that came just before. Um, is that uh, that Matthew Robinson is very much uh, a reason of my board game addiction. Right. It was uh, during the get-up-on days. Uh, I did not know Matt was a board gamer, and it completely blew my mind when you brought up a board game the first time, I don't remember what the game was. Yeah. But I remember when you brought Kanban. And I just <laughs> was completely uh, fascinated and curious because I was a gamer for a long time, played magic, all that stuff. Mm. But Kanban really, like, I was like, that exists. Yeah. And <laughs> really, like, started a very uh, deep rabbit hole. Oh, that's amazing. I like yeah, yeah. You are can't very. Believe uh, I was talking
1: about Kanban on a podcast that had nothing to do with board.
10: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that the the Matt Robinson bump is a very real thing. Ooh. I know it's not mentioned much anymore, but uh, that was <laughs> that was one hundred percent real. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, so man. Um,
1: that's so cool. What uh, have you been playing anything in quarantine?
10: Um, you know the usual arena with friends. That has been very helpful, actually, because I'm a solitary confined right now for many yeah. reasons. Mm um but i also uh, want to talk about one of the original uh, game that one of the original type of games that were the best in uh, in person and i want to talk about uh, fighting games like street fighter
3: ah. because
10: i was never a very good player of those games, but i've always loved it and i've always loved to be near people because to me that's where the sense of those games really really take flight is that when you are near other people, just like board games to me, to me they are the video game equivalent of board games because Mm -hmm. if you play online, it's good to practice and stuff. And I have done a lot of that. I am now much better, but um, it's really, uh, and I cannot wait for that uh, quarantine to stop just so we can uh, start to play in person again. That's really what I miss the most.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Street Fighter 2 was my first like major game obsession of my whole life. I, uh, there was an arcade two blocks from my house, and I would save up all week and wash cars in the neighborhood and save up my quarters and go play, uh, all weekend long. And that was my first obsession. And it, it, that, that is a good, uh, that is a good analogy of, of uh, playing online is good practice. But you know, if you really want to find out if you, uh, if you've got a good Chun Li, you got to do it in person.
10: Yeah, exactly. And the trash talk in real life is like, that's like 70% oh, yeah. of my game that I, this, uh, I, uh, I uh, make the people uncomfortable when they fight me uh, on the couch. <laughs> we yeah,
0: we uh, recently got around the table and we were discussing which Street Fighter g- character was our was our main for each one of us. It was sort of like a oh uh, yeah 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 that, that was a that oh, was a very, very revelatory. Important.
10: Everybody is one.
0: Yes, no, it's we like, have.
10: It's like it's more important than the than the zodiac signs. <laughs> That's oh, what it yeah. was like. So
1: <laughs> if I tell you someone is a guile, you know exactly what I mean. Exactly, you know exactly you're like this guy. Or that, this guy's a Balrog? Oh, okay. All right. He's Yo, little... the Dalsims, man. You can't... Oh. Dalsims are out Those of Those guys can't, can't, yeah. can't trust him. The biggest insult you can, you can have in the world is to call somebody a, a Ryu, though. It just, just means you're, yeah. just, you're just basic. That's you're standard. Basic. You're standard. You're not really amazing at anything, but you're pretty good at everything.
0: I thought you you're said fine. I was Ryu.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Um, well thank you so much for checking in thank you guys thanks for the uh, great podcast and uh, I hope the rest of your quarantine is as painless as possible
10: Oh, it's, it's gonna be fine
1: good awesome all right buddy who are we going to next Derek Lip. we're going
2: we are going to Egan Egan
11: hi Egan hey how's it going you guys good, good. how yeah. you doing I'm doing great I have to honestly need to thank you guys I have dived deep into this hobby all because of your podcast.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So glad to hear that, man. I'm
11: so glad. Oh yeah. I, I, um, when was it? I think back in like February, I went into this local game store just looking for something for my wife and I to do. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, Hey, what's, uh, what's something good. And this guy, he's like, got to get this game wingspan. And they had this like last copy of wingspan. Oh, it was almost sold out. Yeah, I was like, man, I, I don't want to get this yet. I
3: need
11: to listen <laughs> to, I need to listen to some review or something. And your review <laughs> for Wingsand was the first one that popped up. Oh, that's and awesome! After that, that it was it.
0: That was our first episode. That was our very first episode. Yeah. That was you and me, Matt, on our very first episode. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> How that's about awesome. that? That's awesome. That's amazing.
11: Good, good man, luck after finding after that. Right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Lately, and after That is that is impossible to get.
0: Yeah. What's your What's your favorite game these days?
11: uh my wife and i not my favorite but my wife and i play a lot of gloomhaven since we're locked up and mm-hmm. surprisingly my wife loves it oh that's never awesome. would have imagined that
0: oh keep, keep that one but, keep her
11: that's awesome
1: how uh how, oh, far, yeah. how far have you gotten in it
11: uh we i think we completed like 25 scenarios it's pretty good. Wow. I would love Somewhere to, between 25 and 30. Yeah,
1: I would love to know what the average is of, of how much people actually get out of that game. Because I think that I think a lot of people buy that game and play it four times. Mm. Um, I, I would really love to know what the average is of like how many missions people actually get there out of the what is it? I think of 99 that come in the box. I'd be surprised if most people make it to double digits.
11: Yeah. yeah, I would be surprised too. It's often hard, I would think, to yeah. get down and actually play every scenario. We're Absolutely. we're very determined to do every scenario, though.
0: That's all. Well, that's if, awesome. If, yeah, I, if I, your it. significant other yeah. is is into it and playing with you, that's crazy. I mean, then you can you can just play all the time. That's amazing. That's really wonderful.
1: And I Fantastic. I would uh, I I will I will I have gone on record before, and I will say it again. I do think Gloomhaven has a horrible first scenario. I think it's way too hard way too punishing um i'm i'm i hope he uh have, has tweaked that a bit in frosthaven cuz i think i think i think people would get a lot farther if the first 5 or 6 scenarios in that were just training scenarios and just sort of like fun and getting into it a little more larpy i think i mean i understand the, i the, the ethos of throwing you in the deep end but i think i think that was something that was done when he didn't realize he was going to have the number 1 board game of all time
0: yeah, yeah. that could be
1: um yeah
11: but yeah, cool, man. I can I completely agree on that. I actually died on that first scenario. Oh, and I, I thought, nobody, well,
1: this is I, terrible. I, nobody beats that on the first go. I, I mean, if you do, then I don't know. You watch some play through videos or something. It's brutal.
11: That's what I was thinking. Egan. But uh, I have to think, I actually have to think Matt real quick because I uh, jumped on Lorenzo Magnifico right. after that podcast. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, I got to try this. Because my wife just loves... All the games that you guys recommend, and I was like, "Oh, if he's this one is like top recommendation, medium weight. This is perfect." Uh-oh. Played it, and she hated it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
11: and I, and I was thinking, what happened here? And it's we actually played it again, and because the first time I I for went playing with the uh, those those advanced the advanced cards where yeah. everyone gets their own kind of yeah they, the they yeah, okay. the leaders, yeah. the leaders. Anyways, yeah, she we put the leaders in afterwards, and she was like, "Oh, that was so much better." The first time we played, I was lost. I had no idea which cards to get, what to do. It's an and,
1: oddly polarizing game. I don't know. I don't know why, but it does seem like it's one of those Euros that some that some Euro lovers hate. And I I, I've I never can't really...
0: understand uh, that for the life of me. I have no I idea what that is.
1: It does seem to get a lot of guff, and I don't really understand why. I think I don't know. There might be like. And I know, like, I forget who was it. it was a Tom, Don- uh, Tom, uh, Tom Vassell, <laughs> who 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 hated it at first or something? Somebody, some like Ameritrash. Sorry, gamer was just like went off on the theme and how bland and boring it was. And I was like, that's the one you choose to go after, okay. right?
0: What can you
1: do. Um, I mean. Well, well let will
0: you uh, we'll let you know that we uh, as an experiment we the game brain crew everybody put uh, a list of their top 20 games we've compiled it we've analyzed it we put the numbers together and we have the 50 to 100 best board medalist. games a game, uh, Medalist for that and i will say lorenzo is way up there so uh, i i think that's shared by a lot of people on the on the game brain group
1: yeah well, cool. Thank you, Egan. I appreciate you listening, man.
11: No, thank you guys. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would do every Monday morning on my <laughs> commute to work without you. <laughs>
6: awesome.
1: We'll Keep sick, thanks. You will, will be back to your commute soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Take care.
2: Okay, folks. So the next person we it's have not is not actually
1: it comes in, it's just his voice. It's just, it's like the voice of God exploding.
2: <laughs> into my ears. It's, it's, it's like actually, butter. I, <laughs> I draw a lot of inspiration from Tom, actually. His voice, oh, unbelievable. <laughs> um, the the next person we're going to invite in is actually going to be Phil. But before we go to Phil, there is actually somebody who had to drop out but left a question in the chat. And I just wanted to pose it for you both um, about games that are easily and well handicapped. This came from Chip, and he was just curious uh, your thoughts on games that are easily and well handicapped, allowing for several folks at different skill levels.
0: Oh, that's a really good question. That's a great question.
2: Oh, huh. um,
1: I think the well, any game can be can be can be handicapped by giving somebody extra starting resources or or even a little bit of a point lead. But that that does involve a bit of work on your end and balancing.
0: Yeah, I, uh, for me, I think that games with variable player powers sort of have their own handicap yeah. built into them. So a yeah. game like Eclipse, for instance, it's like we know that the you know you give Orion to the person that's never played before you give yeah. hydrons to a person that's never played before um, not necessarily that they're so overpowered but they do have an easier time of it and it's clearer what they're doing they, they focus on one dimension and you can really wail on that whereas other factions in that game are much more nuanced Dune for instance you're not going to give the Benny Gesserit to a brand new player you're going to give them the Harkonnen you're going to give them the Emperor or something like that right.
1: Waving to, to sweet children that have entered our chat. Hello. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of the rare cases where imbalance can be a good thing. Um, tapestry would be a great example of it. There are a yeah. handful of uh, factions in Tapestry that you definitely would want to give to a, 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 a new player and a, a bunch that are wildly uh, imbalanced and being too hard that you could give to an experience
0: player. I mean, a new player you don't like because you're playing Tapestry with them.
1: Well, if, if if you're bringing Tabitha to the table, it is because you respect the person and love them. <laughs> uh, you want to give them one of the best gaming experiences that modern gaming offers.
0: So oh, I my God. Oh, my God. Is is Stegmaier paying you? What is going on? What happened? Do go- Does he have photos of you? Does he have something on you? What, it, my God. I'll, I'll be right back. Blink twice. Blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's going to get it. That's so weird. Can we go to Phil? Let's go to Phil. <laughs> Phil, you're up.
2: Hey
12: guys.
0: Phil, how you doing, man?
12: (laughs) Doing all right. How are you guys?
0: Uh, I'm doing well, doing well. Maddie you'll be back in one second. He's literally going to rub to rub a game in my Uh, face.
12: Tapestry, tapestry, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just
0: gonna put that right here. Oh, d- oh, Amy,
1: I, I hope you finally uh, make a little money this year. I'm just gonna try to help you. Out.
0: <laughs> Phil, Phil is on the uh, Phil is yeah. on with us right now. Phil, you you are you are you are always on the uh, uh, posting with us, and we thank you so much you have for any that. Any
1: questions for me or Tapestry? <laughs>
12: <laughs> yeah, Tapestry. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, you know, Tapestry is probably a game that I'm not going to enjoy, but I do want to try it at some point just because, sure. you know. Yeah, I've, I I've, really I've seen people playing it and it looks gorgeous and you know I like I like Stonemeyer stuff to an extent like I have Scythe, I have Viticulture, I've played most of them yeah. but uh, I think I've moved kind of away from the kind of games he does at this point
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear you
12: yeah yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I, mean, I didn't pattern. really
12: have a question or I was just <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a question or anything I was just here uh, checking out the checking out the stream and Oh, thanks. A, have, you, uh, have you been playing anything during quarantine? Uh, I've been playing a bunch, actually. I've got a gang of friends locally, and we play a lot of eighteen XX, oh. and so we've been doing a lot of that online.
3: Have you tried this um, new site? Have,
0: a, you, have you tried this eighteen seventy nine? Uh, this site that you could play eighteen seventy nine on?
12: Yeah, eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, How is it? Yeah, I tried. We tried that out. It's it's fine. It works really well. Um, it, there's a couple of little. Things. I think uh Toby, the guy that designed it, is much more of a programmer than he is a UX guy. So it's okay. it's very bare bone, but I mean it gets the job done and it works really smoothly.
3: Cool.
12: Uh there's still a few bugs he has to work out. It doesn't enforce all of the rules properly. So stuff like that. But yeah, we played that one. I've played um, anybody, else, like get a
1: shipping, a anybody else get a shipping notification for 18 uh, Chesapeake?
0: I did. Oh not yet. I did. I did. Coming soon. <laughs> I did. What's your what's your favorite 18xx currently?
12: Oh man. Um, I really like 1828, which is uh, Ooh, I haven't played that. Yeah, it's it's JC Lawrence, right? Clearclaw, he designed yeah. it. And it's um, it's kind of eighteen thirty on a bigger map. Like it's it's the eighteen thirty map, but then it extends a bit south and west, and it's got twice as many companies, it's and the company. stock market is yeah, sixteen companies. The stock market is really tall instead of being really wide so prices can drop really low uh, and you can merge companies together there's a whole lot going on in that one wow more brutal 1830. kind of yeah yeah interesting i like that one a lot
0: interesting
12: it's print and play only uh that's fun yeah I mean, he, uh, he,
0: hopefully is. we'll have,
1: clearly our cool. next 18xx uh, review will be Chesapeake
12: and hopefully sooner than later.
0: Clicklaw is Chesapeake a... is really good. Oh, really? Oh, good. Oh, I haven't played it yet. So I'm looking yeah, forward yeah.
12: to it. I've played it three times now, I think. And yeah, really, really good. Cool. Uh, for me, it's basically, I told Scott, the designer, when I played it, like it's, it's I don't see why I would ever play 1889 again.
1: Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's kind yep. of a replacement for 89 and in, in like a, uh, a a good introductory 18xx, but that's fun to play for 18xx players.
12: Yeah. well we so I find 89 with all the mountains in the middle, the track builds out exactly the same way every time. Mm. I can see that. Yeah,
0: yeah well, well, for us we need something like Chesapeake because we are still trying to drag some of our game branders into the 18xx world really it's it's uh it's not an easy not an easy journey
1: really just me tom and jennifer that 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 are enthusiastic enthusiastic about
0: 18xx
12: that's fine i've got uh i don't know if you can see it that's up there there you go 56
0: and and, yeah got it got it it. need it got it need (laughs) it
1: a lot of (laughs) handmade
12: a lot of them are handmade yeah yeah that's awesome
1: that's awesome well thank you phil i appreciate you listening man
12: yeah, man. Thanks. Uh thanks for doing the show. Thanks for doing this stream. It's been a lot of fun.
1: Love it. Awesome. Who's next voice of God?
2: I am gonna be so bringing it's
1: a louder than I think it's gonna be every time.
2: <laughs> sorry. Oh, I could turn myself down. I'm sorry if I'm too loud. Your karaoke
1: uh karaoke <laughs> microphone is <just> like <laughs> out of control.
0: Is is Derek uh, is it just my imagination or is Dirk screaming in my ear? What is going on? I don't understand.
1: Soothing sounds <laughs> of Rainbow
0: <Ooh. laughs>
1: Table Guy reference.
0: Uh, ben Mandel- uh, okay. Ben Mandelker just wrote, "I am attempting to be an 18XX enthusiast." Yeah, we'll we'll be give it, you we'll give it. you partial credit for that, Ben.
1: Do we throw Ben in. Let's throw
2: Ben in real quick. Sure. Here, let's bring him right in.
1: Welcome, the newest member of the Game Brain Podcast, Ben Mandelker. Hi, Ben.
13: Hi. I was I had so much FOMO about Derek's microphone that I went and got one myself. <laughs> see,
1: see now, so Derek, see this is how this is how a microphone is supposed to sound. It's not supposed to blow your eardrums out.
13: Exactly. I mean, I have no idea how I. I have no idea if I'm blowing you guys out or not. I just am like, I'm plugging this in because, no. <laughs> you know, I just. I Derek's voice was so lovely. I <laughs> I felt this weird, insecure need to just make sure that my voice could sound as lovely as possible. Otherwise, it would just sort of sound like I was in the other room.
0: Ben, Thank you, sound, you so much, Ben. You. Oh, Jesus, look, he sounds like an air raid siren. What the heck is yeah, that? <laughs> <laughs> Derek, Derek sounds lovely in my ears, by the way. He's at a perfect
13: volume. <laughs> <laughs> like a perfect pat I of butter, volume in my ears. Like my someone wood. melted butter
0: in my ears, and it was Derek's voice. <sighs> so, nice uh, to do, see
3: you,
0: man. so uh, Ben, real uh, real quick. Yesterday, you played yes. Smartphone Inc. Finally.
13: Yes, because um, so I have. I was doing my other. I had like a streaming thing with my other podcast last night, yes. and um, it was supposed to be done at eight thirty. So I figured that you guys would be already like going to be trying to start that around seven. So yeah, was um, finished early, and I found some people, and we played it. Um, I really, really enjoyed it a lot. I played it on Tabletopia.
0: Um, well, you are, you and I are going to be reviewing it. So, so oh, yeah. So don't tell, don't perfect. tell, don't tell too much, but, but give us a taste. I
13: mean, I had a, I had a very, uh, I had a very specific opinion that I can't really, uh, I can't really articulate at this moment. <laughs> All guys. right. I'm sorry. I have to formulate my thoughts, but, um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to more plays to sort of like, uh, to sort of explore more of the strategies etc but um first time out um I, I i had a great time it seemed to I, be I, a very I simple checked. game uh, i, I you at know the core of it. i actually think i agree you know what it the actual gameplay is simple it is actually very simple um it's the sort of game that could honestly be like in the kenner spiel kind of space Ooh, you know wow. I, didn't, um, I
1: didn't know that when i backed it i just checked the uh the latest update from cosmodrome games it looks like we will be getting this game uh in the beginning of june, june. yeah yeah yes. i got
0: i got the same notice yeah yep it's yep. on it's on a um, slow boat from china right I now
1: i thought it was uh, like a, a pretty Medium-weight game. It's not Ben and no, I mean ben, the
0: weight the yeah. w- the weight of the
13: strategy is media is, is medium weight Maybe even I think to, it's one of those games that will depend on who you play with in terms of Um the weight in terms of the strategy I think that like if you play the game with people who play it a lot That uh, I can see the weight increasing because now you're thinking about you are aware of what the other people might be thinking about doing Etc, cetera, etc cetera. Okay. Um, But the actual rules I'm actually surprised at how simple they are. I mean, it's basically whittles down to you arrange your little pads um, and just really quickly. And I'm, I I, want, I won't go too much into it because we are going to do a sure. review. But you do have these two pads that have different icons on them and you have to sort of overlap the pads. Mm-hmm. And as you overlap the pads, you're covering up certain icons and showing other ones. And whichever icons you wind up deciding, okay, these are the icons that will be visible, um, that will sort of dictate what sort of actions you get the rest of the round. And so, um, uh, that part of deciding how to put together your pad mm-hmm. is really, really fun and really thinky. And, uh, but it's a simple concept, right? You just like yeah. overlap these things and then you do them. And then the rest of the round is kind of like, okay, uh, I have three icons for research so I can dedicate this to research. But there's still yeah. choices to be made. Like, I have two icons for still...
0: expand the business so I can start to expand yeah. into Asia or whatever, yeah.
13: Exactly. Yeah. And you are um you are really looking to see what do i think that person's gonna do and how can i impinge upon them um yeah. uh you know it was the most economic e game i've ever played not necessarily but um but yeah i'm looking forward to playing with you guys uh, and get it and hearing what you guys think too
0: well, I I like very much that uh, the the pricing mechanism in the game where you mm. the the things that you're selecting the actions you're selecting some of them ha- some of them produce phones some of them produce lower cost phones some of them produce higher cost phones and yeah. that sets where your price is at and whoever has the lowest price phones they place their phones into the markets first. Then the higher price, yeah. so there's a real it seems like having only done that little test game, um, it seems like there's going to be a really great calculation and competition for can is are there enough places for my high priced phones, or do I have to cost cut and and in that way, a little food chain yeah. magnitude a little bit. We all really enjoyed that part the most,
13: actually, yeah. in terms of like looking back as we got towards the end of the game. We're like that was really fun Um, deciding you know when you're gonna go low when you're gonna be expensive. Um, I was basically the cricket wireless of the table, (laughs) and I
3: was
13: (laughs) I was just making cheap phones three dollar three dollar. But it was funny because I was like I'm I I because I I sort of aligned my the research in the game is basically like your your special powers that you can get, and so I aligned my special power with my starting like a certain starting thing I had. And I was like, I'm going to spam the marketplace with cheap phones. And so I just, like, spam the marketplace, like, as much as you can and spam it. And then I wound up making no money. And so I was like, okay, you can't just necessarily spam if if no one else is. If if everyone else is, like, in around the same price point as you, then that's great. But everyone else was like, okay, we're going to produce fewer, but we're going to sell more. Yeah. And so then it was like, oh, shoot. So that was, like, fun to make a million phones, but I didn't actually... Yeah. I made less money than everyone else. Sounds like food chain it, magnet strategies a little bit. A little bit. There I is, mean, and I'm t- it's not as it's not as ruthless. I find.
0: Yeah, sure. It, it does seem are. that 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 you, the low price strategy that su- succeeds is one where you are gra- you are selling your phones to places that are stopping other people from putting their high price exactly. phones there. That's really what. And you're And that was to my do. problem. Yeah, and mine. I was I was spamming India and China,
13: which was fun in theory, but like no one else was there, so I like. You know, I wasn't really stopping anyone from making profits. And at one point, one of the critical mistakes in my game was that someone I was trying to get into a different territory. Um, and uh, I like fell short of being able to get into that territory. So someone was able to like monopolize North Africa, <laughs> and I was planning to sp- I was planning to convert North Africa to the to Cricket Wireless, <laughs> and uh, I failed to do so. And he made a huge amount of money off that one turn, and was we we're not able to
0: catch up to him. Well, we so, will be talking at much greater length about this in the yes. very near future. So, Ben, yes, great to hear from you today.
13: Uh, you, you had me worried at first when you said it was really light, but but now I'm excited. No, well, I mean, it's, that's the question. What is, like, is light, or, or when we talk about light and heavy, et cetera, yeah. is that, is that are talking about rules overhead, or is it talking about strategy? And I think... Like yeah, Bus. V-
1: bus is always the the prime example of a game that is very easy to teach, but pretty complicated to play. Yeah,
13: yeah we, actually, we actually played last night with someone who, like, literally never plays board games. It was my friend's girlfriend. She's like, can I play a board game? So awesome. she came on, and she... I mean she was like like she does not play so like yeah. a lot of the concepts of things she was like uh... and but by the end she was like you know what I think I could play this again and I would know, what, would know what I'd be doing oh, awesome. was, by the way she wound up in third place so that's can't great. do that with food chain Matt. no <laughs> <laughs> thanks Ben it's thanks nice guys
1: face. miss you hope we get to game together soon absolutely alright buddy bye Bye. oh geez here comes the kaiju oh yeah
2: is it, is it still really loud?
0: Oh no, now it's too quiet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I can I can't hear him. Are you are you oh, whispering, wait, Derek? I don't you... understand. Are you whispering?
2: Hello. I I'm, I'm here. There he Hello.
0: Uh, Ooh. I'm
2: I'm good. Am I am I like now a demigod?
1: Derek will be singing Don't stop
0: believe it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I think he's just like I think his voice is now just an AMSR track. <laughs> ASMR yes, track. Yes, yeah. Okay.
2: All right. So we're going to go to Tyla. Tyla.
1: Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Holla at your boy. It's Tyler Boom on the Ones and Twos. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. How you doing, man? Where uh, where are we talking to you from, Tyler, in the world? I'm calling from London.
0: Oh, welcome, welcome. Okay. Yeah. Thank
1: well, you very much. So, uh, uh, I hope
10: you're having a nice evening over there. Thank you very much. Um, I've got two questions for you guys. Okay. Uh, the first one is, if you could choose any fictional universe from a film, TV show, or, or movie, <laughs> uh, which done. there isn't a board game about, <laughs> which universe would you choose to base a board game on?
0: Good question. Uh, fictional universe, no board games about it yet. I got my answer. What do you, what do you say, Matt? Do you get anything?
1: Well, I, it, I feel a little biased because they're worlds that I write in, but... Yeah, I would really would really love an Edge of Tomorrow board game. And sure. I have some ideas on it. And I would also really love a Kingkiller Chronicles board game, of which I also have many ideas.
0: Nice. Yeah, Kingkiller, you and I were just talking about that the other day. Yeah. Um, uh, and for me, um, I think a deep strategy game based on the Expanse series uh, and, and the Expanse books by Corey. I think would be amazing. I think,
1: and are already an expanse.
0: The, there is, but it's not not a real, not a. It's it's a very uh, light, very simple thing. And this, and I'm looking for something a little a little deeper, a little heavier. And I also say that I think there was a really fun game to be made from the Stainless Steel Rat. I think that that's one of those. Uh, from what the Stainless Steel Rat? Are you not familiar with the Stainless Steel Rat? Oh, I don't know about it. dude. Harry Harrison, like old school uh, science fiction. He sort of uh, it's uh, uh, the World's Greatest Thief in the Far Future. Very oh, okay. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fun, very light, uh, but 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 great. I think you could do a, a really interesting sort of heist-themed Burgle Brothers in Space sort of thing with that game. I think it would be great.
1: I will, I will say two more because this is actually my favorite topic ever. I
0: would like <laughs> a
1: Streets of Fire board game based on the Walter Hill movie, and I would like an ElfQuest board game based on the classic Richard and Wendy Peeney comic series from the 1970s my final answer what about your uh, comic book that you wrote uh back I, in the day did i write a comic book back in the day what did i write
10: <laughs> or a fan- maybe it was fantasy adaptation slash maybe. fiction
1: <laughs> I, I did my first screenplay i ever wrote when i was 10 years old was a elf quest fan fiction called the trials oh, of cutter yep.
0: there you go All right, Flash Gordon. That's my my final answer. Flash Gordon
10: on reality TV. Oh, yeah, Flash Gordon would be good. Flash Gordon would be great. Very great. Uh, My other question is, uh, which snacks do you guys allow around the table when you play games? Amazing, great question. These are, I
1: mean, just coming in hot with like two fire for
0: the streets. So Dimitri is not allowed to have anything liquid within, yeah. within uh, twice his arm's reach because somehow he'll still knock it over. So that's, that's rule number one. That, that's, that's clear. Um, Cheetos yeah. are not allowed. I think we can say you know, anything with the, uh, the Anything
1: you can eat with a fork is fine. So- sort, sort of, of yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's I'm true. Okay
1: with, as, long as, as long as your hands aren't touching the food and as long as you're a mildly responsible adult, um, go for it. A lot of people bring Chipotle bowls to our game nights. Yep. That's fine. You know, it's yep. fine. You know, uh, maybe you get the you get the the, the uh, stray you know pinto bean flying across the table every once in a while. But for the most part, there's not much to
0: spill there. Yeah. No. Anything with anything, anything with, with pow- pow- Anything you eat with your hands that has powder on it. That's really bad. the. Yeah. That's or really the only thing we chocolate. say no to. No, we we chocolate
1: we, we, we haven't been. I know, chocolate. but it's, but it's bad, Dimitri, I've seen his chocolatey hands after he sticks it into that bag of mini Reese's peanut butter cups and then picks up some cards Look, and I have a panic. Attack.
0: You and I both know that the day after a game night with Dimitri, we just go with a Purell <laughs> over everything. <laughs> <laughs> <has Matt> suits, <laughs> the blasters. It's it's really come in handy for this for the situation we're in right now. Matt and I are already experts yeah. at, uh, at just delousing everything.
3: So. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm pretty easy about it. It's really more about the person. It's really about the person. If you have never spilled before, I will treat you as someone who has never spilled. If you have spilled, I will never let you touch anything at my table again.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much same. Yeah, cool. Same. Much. We have both we have both suffered the same indignities yeah. from the same people.
1: <laughs> Great. Thank you guys very much. Thanks,
0: Thanks, Tyler.
1: Ben Hoyt still ruined my copy of uh, uh, R- R- Roll. Roll. Rol- what was it? Uh... Roll through the ages. Not race for the galaxy. What's oh, the roll, dice roll, game? Roll for the galaxy. Roll for the galaxy. He ruined my copy of Roll for the Galaxy, and I'll never forgive him for it. This happens. Spilled an entire glass of Pepsi. I uh, I,
0: I force people to buy me to buy me a new copy if they've if they've truly ruined a copy of something. Except yeah. Mike Kananak ruined a game of mine, and I didn't force him to do it. Because, but I don't. See? I know. In yeah. the moment, I was
1: like, "You're buying me a new one." He was like, "Fine, I will." And then I just never thought about it again. Yeah. But I but I true. still have my Pepsi drenched. Edition. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to be bringing in oh,
0: Kerwin.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable, Lipkin. Every time
0: it gets me. Kerwin, how you doing?
1: Good. Kerwin, welcome Good to morning. the podcast.
6: morning. Thank you.
1: Where from, are you uh, in the world, Kerwin?
6: I'm calling from uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Oh, Oh, nice! How does it feel to be
0: How does it feel to be um, coronavirus free and just running out there in the fields with the sheep and naked?
3: (laughs) Uh,
6: It's not quite like that. We're still in lockdown, lockdown level three, possibly going to level two, but yeah, not many cases. So
0: your your yeah, your PM Jacinda is doing an amazing job. We are all we we stare at her in
6: envy. You
0: guys are you
1: guys, you guys are guys in South Korea Roma. leading the charge. Yep.
6: Yeah, no, no, she's pretty good. I've been watching or I've been reading CNN and yeah, it's quite interesting to see what's happening in the US.
1: Interesting
0: is
6: a good word
1: yeah,
0: for Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, there's a lot of other words we could use, but we would uh, we we don't want to put an explicit tag on this. So.
3: Yeah. We'll yeah. garbage <laughs>
6: fire. Yeah. Just a few comments on just what you said about Tapestry. That was the first uh, podcast I heard because I was trying to find a review. Oh, no. (laughs) And I think you guys were spot on, actually. Uh, (laughs) So I decided not to get the game.
1: (laughs) One of us Uh, really liked it. One of us really didn't. We're
6: spot on. Yeah.
0: No, he Uh, decided not to 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 get it, which means I'm spot on.
6: Well, yes, <laughs> no, but Matt was also right about what he said. I decided it was not the game for me. Good. So uh, you're very, yeah, you're very politic to
0: it. It's very kind of you to be so politic. <laughs> it's all right. It, Matt, Matt, is very fragile, so it's it's kind of you to say that.
6: <laughs> um, <laughs> well, i glad you found. Uh, it. Yeah, no, uh, and I find that my taste kind of aligned with yours, so it's pretty good to get a, a good view. I that's think great. you guys have a good balance, and by listening to all of you, I kind of get a good idea of what game i pretty much you'll like.
3: Oh, thanks. Okay, that's so awesome. That's yeah. cool. so, that's, that's, that's
1: what we're trying to do. That's yeah, wonderful. What uh, what have you been playing in quarantine, if anything?
6: Uh, playing a lot of two player games, mainly with my daughter. Uh, so played Grand um, Grand Austria Hotel recently. Oh. That was pretty good with two. Oh, that's good. Uh, played Lorenzo. Um, funnily enough, when I first played it, I was kind of like most people, like oh, this is this is a, a alright euro. Mm-hmm. Never thought it was interested again. But after hearing your podcast, I thought. I'll give it another try so i just got it just before the lockdown coincidentally and played it and uh, yeah we found two players it's great it's fast and the more you play it actually the more you enjoy it so yeah it's one one thing you've that's actually awesome.
1: yeah, yeah. right now it, it is a really good solid two that's one of that's one of the things i love about that game so much is that i really think it plays equally great at every player count
6: yeah, yeah. Looking forward to play like four. Yeah, yeah. And, maybe and three, but yeah. No, maybe
0: good. the thing about it is, is that it just looks like a generic euro, and the
3: the yeah, subject it, matter is very generic.
1: It, it almost plays like one. Although I don't know, my first play of it, I was entranced, but it, it, it still, yeah, it's uh, it, it's one of those games that seems like it's bringing nothing new to the table at first. Yeah, and then you realize that it, it it's just a boring chair, but it's a perfectly built boring chair. <laughs>
0: yeah i think that's true i think that's true oh, man. oh well
1: thank, thank you caro for uh for listening and uh I'm, I'm glad that we uh are helping steer you in the right direction board game wise
0: absolutely death to tapestry right, folks
1: can't hear you now derek too you quiet now too
2: quiet now who's that yeah how about, wait wait is it, is it how about now well actually you're, good. you're not, good. A, not important now because we <laughs> want to get chris g
0: into her. is this chris hey guys is this chris gregory calling <laughs> it is in fact chris gregory how are you the king they, of escape rooms <laughs> in his in his game brain t-shirt look at that
14: yes i'm rocking it and uh, not only that i just wanted to show you something else i i set up because uh as, as phil was talking about making custom paper games i believe it was phil yeah uh, his 18xx games i uh i threw together yeah. One of these guys. Can Blood, on the, Blood on the clock tower. Look at that. Holy. Yeah, yeah. All my tokens and everything. Uh,
0: Andrew has said that you are amazing at doing this.
14: I <laughs> I had a lot of help with that. But, you know, I, I've um, I've obviously had a, a, a little bit, as a teacher, I've had a bit of a difficult time dealing with the lack of uh, social contact. Oh, yeah. I'm not sitting there and, and working with my students every day. So one of the things I've been looking forward to is chances to to play games with people online yeah um and when my first forays into tabletop simulator i was looking through the list of available games and i was about to play with a friend of mine and all of a sudden i saw blood on the clock tower and i just joined the server and kind of ditched my friend and said what is this all about uh and then it's it's it all went downhill from there so uh (laughs) it's been a bit of an obsession with me as you can probably tell so
0: oh totally Um, I, I I,
1: i would like to play that online at some point i feel like that um that that's the exact game that i want to be playing online
14: well it is cert- i mean some people miss the idea of like not being able to see people's faces when they play because there's that level of uh social interaction that yeah. kind of requires uh that that little face to face but i found that the the logic and the uh, the deduction part of it is mm-hmm. really still really strong
7: yeah
14: um, but if and, i can
0: lie it, to you it, without like, looking you in the eye though it takes all the fun out of it.
1: <laughs> well, you're looking. We're still looking at each other on
14: Zoom. It's just you know, it's a it's yeah, yeah, a little askance, but it's it's close enough. And I can see that. I can certainly see that. But uh, actually, the, the first thing I wanted to say is, um, first of all, thank you, thank you for building an awesome community. Uh, I think that this, this is really a really cool way to you know find more people that are interested in the hobby and find new games. Um, There's several games that I would never have even looked into. Or not for some of your episodes in the podcast. Oh, um, great! Thank you. And and one other before I get into the games part, um, one other side commentary. There was an episode that Tom that you did where you mentioned um, uh, something like Midnight Madness. Um, yes, is, is that the name of the yes, movie? Yes, the movie. Yes. yes. Uh, and when I was when I was like six or seven years old, is back in the early eighties. I'm I'm probably about ten years younger than you are. I remember that movie. So you're 20. Um and <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> you're 14. <good>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, like I would have, and, and I'm, uh, obviously I'm from New Jersey, as I uh, taught yeah. Drew's Andrew's children, um, and worked with him on the robotics team. Um, I absolutely would have been friends with you guys. Absolutely, because you, you guys are like exactly into so many of the same things that I I, I was into. So I just want to never say,
1: seen Midnight Madness before.
14: That is awesome. Cool. Yeah, and it's It's, Eddie, it's awesome cute. in a total cheese way. Eddie
0: it's, Deason it's and absolutely like All these uh, all these strange uh, is that characters. Michael J. Fox or just
1: the kid? Yes, looks Michael
0: like J. My... It's Michael J. Fox's oh, first yep. role. Oh wow! This first baby. first role, yeah. the The scavenger hunts that w- that we did in uh, back in New Jersey all the time, and then I did a couple right. times out That's here. It was from. yeah, yeah. It was inspired by that movie. Absolutely, Amazing. absolutely. Chris, hit us questions. You got
14: something? Uh well, or, actually, or I was or Whatever, I don't... Games. <laughs> I just want to say that um, I for me, I personally am into games that are a little more. I, I don't want to say light, but games that are more accessible, more yeah. accessible to other people. Yeah. Um, and so like I got into Quacks of Quedlinburg, um, sure. Clank, you know, a lot of these games. Um, and I don't know if you guys have been looking into any of those, uh, accessible games on an, a virtual environment at all. Um, I mean, I got, I've been teaching Everdell, um, which I, I freaking love. I love that game. It's just so beautiful. And the tabletop simulator rendition is awesome. But I don't know. Are, are, have you guys been playing any lighter virtual games with people that just to kind of socially interact with them at all?
0: I, I, I used to say that, that um, oh, well, Matty hasn't been playing anything virtual, really. Yeah, but
1: of course I haven't been playing anything. But but, I, but, if, but yes, my, my the ability of my brain at the end of a day would, would not be above anything of Everdell, probably.
0: Right. Yeah, and for me, last night uh, I think I started off this uh, this episode talking about what an amazing time I had. The best uh, virtual game night of my uh, of, of my short career of them last night playing Elfinland on Board Game mm. Arena, uh, which is a very it's a relatively light Alan Moon game, very accessible, very accessible, um, kind of accessible and mean. I like accessible and mean. That's 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 probably like my Irish sweet- gauge. Yes, Irish Gage is a great example of that. Um, I would also say we, we talked about Fresh Fish earlier on this episode. Fresh Fish is very accessible. It's very easy to understand how to play, uh, but can be very, very mean. These are uh, they're, It's fun to have a game that I can teach very quickly. We can get right to playing. It seems fun enough. And then after a while, you realize, oh, I was just trying to get my best score. I now realize that, no, I have to make your score worse. Ah, there you go. That's... And we had the best time playing Elfland the other night. It was really... Michael enjoyable.
1: Panzer and Ben Mandicle both said, uh, both said six nymphed on BGA, on a Board Game Arena.
0: Oh, uh, there you crazy. go. Yeah yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Ben also
1: says, ink and gold, can't stop, fast sloths, wingspan on the underground.
0: The Crew, All Las great. Vegas. Uh, yeah. Yeah, have you
14: guys played the crew, uh, the crew uh, online?
0: I've not played it online yet. No, I play. Uh, we play it at the house uh, with the with the family. So uh, I I don't I haven't really felt the need to try it. Online. You think that's
1: a game I could teach like my mom?
0: Oh yeah, super easy. Yeah, super easy. Pretty simple. It okay. could not. It could not be an easier. It is. It is the most basic trick taking game. The only thing about it is, okay. is that it's it's cooperative. So.
1: Yeah, I might see if I can get uh, get at the table with my wife and my mom sometime during quarantine.
14: As, would... That is the only
1: people that I uh, interact with.
0: Definitely try that.
14: Okay. And before I go, one last thing, I will say that there are certainly I'm lo- I'm looking forward to having the lockdown lifted because there are certainly a lot of games that I feel that I need to purchase after having played them digitally <laughs> without owning them in in cardboard. That was
3: good. Well, I'm, Chris, I'm thank you that for gonna, yeah, thank you for seeing this.
14: The the deal
0: is is that because that's actually something I want to talk about. Maybe we'll, maybe this isn't the right forum for it. Maybe we'll do it next week. But Asmodee, um shut down a lot of their games on on uh, TTA, and yeah. I, I think it's a mistake. And uh, it's it it's is. it's worth a worth a longer conversation. But you know they have every right to do it but i think it's a i think it's a big mistake because the the net result of this is people being introduced to games that they yeah, are going to end up getting absolutely
14: losing money by doing that absolutely yeah 100%. and i had mentioned to tom also that it looked like somebody from uh digidice was trying to shut down some of the gaia project ones yeah. but i don't know what's going on with that so
0: i think yeah. i think they have not to shut it down. I, that's my understanding. When, when, when you mentioned that, I looked into it and at that time they had not shut down anything. So maybe it shut down now, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't. No, it wasn't
14: no, it's down. not shut down, but it looks like they're harassing the creators to try to do it. Uh, have I mean, them do it themselves. If you don't have an amazing, if you have an amazing
1: online app that you've dedicated a lot of resources to, then I'm, then I'm fine with you trying to shut down anybody else who's infringing on your work and on on your copyright and stuff. But if you don't, yeah, let me play it online during quarantine, and I'll you know most people are gonna enough people are gonna buy it where it's gonna be worth your time.
14: When I buy a board game, right. and hopefully it's gonna end up getting you more customers too. Yeah, absolutely,
1: yeah.
0: absolutely.
14: exactly right. Yeah,
0: I, there, there was. Well, you thanks, know, guys. Thank you so much, Chris. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Where are we going next,
1: Derek Lipkin? We what? are going. Oh geez. wait.
15: <laughs> Unbelievable. we've we've
0: now completely messed with them so much that that we have yeah, no idea in a, in what it. volume is going to come in that's so funny okay what you got
2: i am bringing in michael O. michael O. <laughs> I can barely hear him
16: right, michael. michael O. michael how are you yeah. sir hey guys Oh, uh, big fan thank you see, all the game great, recommendations over the years that's awesome. a great
1: audio level you've got there Unlike the Lipkin, absolutely yeah. dropping the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, are you just are, are you an audio engineer? How is it that you got your audio so good?
16: <laughs> uh, it's the iPhone uh, standard microphone. Don't have anything fancy. Oh.
0: Uh, no, it's it's just, weird. Yeah, it's it's weird that that uh, happened.
16: Where, uh, where
1: are you in the world, Michael?
16: Uh, I'm in Boston.
0: Oh uh-huh. oh no! Have you have you had the misfortune of running into our Alfred Darlington yet?
16: Yeah, yeah, we've uh, we, we've gamed a couple of times. He's uh, yeah, he, he's very enthusiastic uh, about games. The uh, is just you know we each have very busy schedules, obviously. So sure. that's uh, that's kind of the big uh, uh, hardship, I think, in finding time to to game. And that actually kind of leads into my question for you guys: for someone that likes heavier games, but obviously has like a very you know high uh, high work hours during the week, and it's also kind of sporadically scheduled in terms of work. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think is a good game that kind of maximizes heaviness and minimizes the amount of time that it takes to actually play the game? I mean, if it takes a long time to yeah. set up or a long sure. time to learn, that's fine. But Great question. What would you guys recommend? You know,
0: I mean, do you when you talk about heavy games, um, would puzzle games sort of things, you know, games where it's it's sort of a brain burner, but it's really short, is that, is that okay? Or does it have to be sort of a more of a, a, a straight strategy game? Because games like Bus, for instance, plays very, very quickly mm-hmm. and is totally main, brain, brain melting. Hmm. Is that yeah, I, I'm going to... I, I guess I either really... I,
1: I'm going to go with PAX Premier 2nd Edition. I think that is a game that can be set up in five minutes plays under two hours and is very heavy and crunchy. And, uh, to me that, that is when I think of like heavy games that don't take up a huge amount of time and also are not huge teardowns and setups. Um, that's the first one that jumps to mind for sure.
0: Yeah. I think that's good too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, fresh, uh, yeah. Fresh fish is a, is a super quick game. You can start playing it and and, and be done in, in no time. Uh, yeah uh, and bus I think bus is one of those one of those games that plays really really fast and, and is, is pretty deep, pretty deep
1: or even Pax Renaissance too it's just a deck of cards you know yeah yeah pretty quick setup
16: All right so something that you think could probably be finished in a reasonable amount of time without having to say okay let's pause and
0: what what's a know, reasonable amount of time for you is, many days from now Is it one hour two hours what's reasonable?
16: Uh, I mean, honestly, you know, it's I, I think I'm, I'm lucky to be able to set aside even an hour for a game. So I, okay. I know kind of what I'm asking is. Uh, no, it's tough. You know, it's a very. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: The, the PAX games that, that Matt's talking about are, are two, hours. two hours. They're two hours. Yeah. Um, I think the games mm-hmm. I'm talking about are closer to the one hour mark. Um, I'll also say Santiago is probably 60, 75 minutes. Santiago is a great, great, uh, like an amazing game that plays very, very quickly and yet is very deep. And I, I would recommend trying that too.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, Concordia, you can bang out. Two or three-player Concordia in about an hour and ninety minutes. Oh,
0: uh, recommendation for Irish Gauge and Ride the Rails. That's that's also fair. That makes a lot of sense. Watergate. Oh, good, good call. Good call, Phil. Yeah, Watergate is definitely a game that plays quick. Just two, yeah.
16: Yeah. Perfect. All right. Yeah, I think half of these I uh, didn't even really uh, consider in terms of uh, games that might be playable in a shorter amount of time. So.
3: Yeah, Thank you for totally those recommendations. Appreciate Thank it, guys.
0: Not at all. Thanks so much,
16: Michael. Thanks for calling in.
1: Oh, I will say one last one. Newsford. Newsford is is you could totally bang out Newsford in under 90 minutes. You think so? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Newsford is 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 a, is a definitely the the shortest Uva of the real heavy games. Not you know. <laughs> ben
0: Mandelker actually. wrote the Great Zimbabwe. the The trick with Great Zimbabwe is that when you're not good at it, it's over very very quickly. And as people yeah. get good at it, it goes on really long. So it's a it's a tough to tell. Oh, a Santorini. Phil also said, yeah, as, you know, for for a short two player game, that's a very good game too. Yeah, there you go. You got you got some suggestions there, Michael. Thank you so much for calling in.
16: Thanks, Michael. Perfect. Thank you, guys.
2: I think I figured it out.
16: Oh, there you no? go. What? No, Am I good. okay? You know what it is? It,
1: it's just very bassy. It's the I low can't... end.
0: Like Oh, wow. Oh. I think I That's think you awful. blew out an eardrum. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you said the letter P, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we got Who do we got next? No plosives, please.
2: We are going to Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris. Oh wait. Let's let's make sure we get the Maddie. There oh, there you go. Hey Chris,
8: how you doing? Hi, I'm doing very well. Thanks for taking my call. Long-time listener, first time caller. Nice. <laughs> Where are you in the world, Chris? I'm in Washington, DC. All right. Nice. All yeah. right. Or thereabouts. Around DC. The How's your quarantine treating you? Uh it's been good. I've uh been um I've been I set up a home office finally, which I needed. I have like three monitors, so I'm happy there. Stand up desk. Nice. That part's working. Awesome. I have a twenty second commute to work in yep. the morning. Nice. <laughs> and um it was recently my birthday, so I bought uh, uh my daughters bought for me a All couple right. of games. Oh, happy uh, birthday. There we go. Let's
0: see what you got. Let's see, see. your home. Thank
8: you. They bought me this one. Atlantis Rising. A of- Ooh, I've never played that.
0: Right? Ne- neither so have I. I've no heard good things. Fun. I've heard
8: very good things. I have two. I have two. And I I like that. I and then I bought, I mean, I bought, they bought for me, not me. Uh, this cute little game. Dragon Punch. Dragon Punch, no. Yeah, that's I'm the essence of my question. I was hoping for a game that would be like um kind of like a uh you know Street Fighter video game where you punch each other, I can punch uh-huh. my kids during the quarantine. And a little two player game, little quick, you know, um, you know, quick game that you know, punch, 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 little a lot of luck, a little bit of skill, mashing right. buttons. I got fun. your game. And I was wondering I got that This one. is not quite working as I expected. I was wondering if y'all have any other suggestions.
1: Sure, yeah, we do. Yes. So yeah. there are a handful of great two-player fighting games that com- that are just board game versions of Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or whatever you want in that way. So Level Ninety Nine Games has two different systems. One is called the Battle Con system, um, and the other is Exceed. E X C E E D. Um, Exceed is a little simpler. Battle Con's a little more complicated, but both of them are card based, um, and uh, you have a deck that is like a fighter, and they all have different fighting styles, and so you're playing your kick card and your block card, and a lot of it is. You know, basically uh, complicated rock, paper, scissors, um, yeah. which is also what fighting games are in a lot of ways. Yep. Um, another one I would recommend is a game called Yomi, Y-O-M-I. I was just
0: about to mention Yomi, also. yeah.
1: It's also a great fighting game that, you know, they're, they're all going to be sort of similar where you pick a fighter and they're going to have different archetypes and fighting styles. But um, if you are looking for, you know, Street Fighter, the board game, any of those three will scratch that itch for sure.
0: And I'll go just a little bit outside of that to expand it. Uh, There's a game called On Guard um, by, I believe, Reiner Knizia, which is sort of dueling, sort of fencing. Uh, Very, very good, very elegant, simple game that is surprisingly good at that. And um, with something that's a little bit more than just punch, 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 but is also very simple, very easy to learn, unmatched the unmatched game uh, that. that's 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 out now. You basically they you can play. You yeah. can buy unmatched Jurassic Park. You can buy unmatched yeah. Robin Hood. Unmatched Bruce Lee, and it, it's it's got a little bit more. It's got a, a little bit of a map. It's c- sort of it's color- a, a
8: skirmish. A, a skirmish miniature. Yeah, but you yeah. no of unmatched. It's my. It's got to be. It's now my next.
0: Yeah, present for it's, it's super. Yeah. Qu- it's super quick, and it's a fighting that's awesome. game that ju- just has a, just a, just a little bit more, and is still very simple and very elegant. So, I highly recommend that.
1: Yeah, that's it's one really of those good. games that literally anybody could play. Non gamers, absolutely for sure. Well, those are perfect recommendations. Thank y'all. Cool. Well, Thank let you. Let us know how they go.
8: Yeah, if you give them the world, let us know.
0: Yeah, please do
3: okay folks oh jeez! <laughs> oh jeez! oh jeez! Uh, going...
0: how is the bass oh, getting higher what the heck is going on with that it's all bass. oh wait hold on how about that there yes, oh there you it. go there you, you sound like wow. a human being that's amazing
2: <laughs> i am gonna send it on over to brady brady h uh where or wait did we
0: did we lose did brady, lose brady?
2: Oh, Brady must have just dropped off because I just ha- I had him on my list, but he he just left. That actually brings us uh, to our last person who hasn't been called yet, Andrew. Although Andrew, I think was unable to speak at the time, but Andrew, I'm happy to give you some space if you want to if you want to get on and give our our uh, fo- our hosts some some thoughts. You there, Andrew?
15: Sure, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Andrew, how you doing, Andrew? man? Doing all right. Mostly trying to keep this little guy uh, as occupied as possible. Hey there, oh, little dude. Up, buddy. That's awesome. Not quite old enough for uh, many games yet, other than a little bit of hoot hoot owl, but you know <laughs> we're, we're working on it.
3: Uh, throw
15: throw
0: burrito. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. Yeah. Throw throw burrito. Big time.
15: I think I played that one at PAX South one time, and it was it was a hoot.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Little guys like that are going to love that uh, either right now or maybe in a year. Uh, that's awesome. Where are you calling from?
15: Uh, Houston just south of oh okay nice 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 how things going Uh, much full swing of summer now yeah 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 yeah, I bet humid
1: humid Houston yes it is how uh how's your quarantine treating you been playing any board games
15: yeah yeah Uh, I would mentioned in the chat the wife and I had picked up Bloomhaven again we played through the whole campaign
8: get out um, of here
15: half ago or so and then forgotten circles had been sitting on my shelf for a while and you know, it, it's a big lift to get back into it when you uh, step away for a while. But you're and telling so me you're telling me we're speaking
1: to an actual human being that has completed the Gloomhaven
0: campaign and is attempting to do the sequel. The whole
15: thing—that's rec- that's, yeah, that's crazy. Right. That's crazy. Well, and it's only because I play it with my wife, and it's a game that once we spent probably an extra fifty dollars buying plano cases and various things to yeah. so speed up setup and teardown. We got to about a ninety-minute playtime, so we could fit it in after work when the kiddo was asleep. It's the I've only way we got even through. It
1: Isaac Childress has never gotten to the end of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me. I, I'm very. Well, curious he did consult. I don't know if I've ever actually talked to somebody who's gotten to the end. Well, what are your thoughts? Where, how did you feel at the end?
15: Um, I I enjoyed every bit of it. You know, it was the the thing for me. The big takeaway was. I played mostly two player, as I mentioned, and I think the yeah. game plays very differently at different player counts. Yeah. So, you know, one, it takes a heck of a lot longer with multiple players, but also, you know, looking around online, some of the various scenarios that people found really difficult, some I didn't, some that people didn't find difficult, I did. So I found that the balance was probably pretty different at different player counts. Mm. So I'd be curious. I, I enjoyed it very much. The story was fun. The world was well put together. I'd be curious what the experience would be like with three or four players versus the two-player game that Do I Do you played. think
1: overall it's easier or harder with two than it would be with more?
15: Um. I, I would say it's easier to get to the table yeah. because it's a lot shorter. But, wise, but there right. are definitely some scenarios that I don't feel scaled right. down well. You know, if you need to run across to four different rooms and activate an altar or something, yep. that even though there's fewer monsters, that's harder with two yep. players because the number of cards you get to play is what you get. And that's so you have to be, I think, pretty careful about your party composition, which for us was a fun puzzle to figure out, you know, what, what two-player parties work.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, The uh, Too Many Bones, which is one of my favorite games, that is way too easy with four, just right with three, and really hard with two or one, um, <laughs> uh, which is funny. I, 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 it's, Have it's you ordered the organizer
0: it. for that, Matt?
1: Uh, it comes with its own organizer for that, my friend, because it's chipped. Oh, you mean the big box? No,
0: I mean the big box. Have you ordered oh, the Oh, yeah, newer? no,
1: I, I I kickstarted that like a year and a <laughs> half ago. Oh, yeah. Hey, what do you... Crazy person! Of course, I'm getting that. Of course, couldn't have, couldn't have, couldn't have hit the button faster on that. <laughs> and and the and they're retailing it for one ten, but they only charged us seventy five.
0: Oh,
3: look they like at you!
0: Apples. Look I at know. you! Uh, what else are you playing these days, Andrew?
15: Um, honestly, right now I'm playing mostly video games outside of of Bloomhaven. Um, yep. I haven't been doing as much solo gaming as I had been. Although I, I kind of want to get back to. Gaia Project solo because that is one of my favorites. Thanks All for right, that recommendation, so Matt. So good. Um, and one I've got sitting on the on the shelf that I've been waiting to play is Forgotten Waters, which I picked up uh, again on y'all's recommendation. I, I loved supporting the company. You know, you mentioned yeah. them kind of pulling themselves away and trying to go small again, which I'm yeah. very much in support of. So that being a three pay, three player minimum, I'm really looking forward to the time when I can bring that out and, and get some friends and have, yeah. have some piratical adventures.
1: That is my number one game that I want to get to the table when this is all over because I, I just, it plays seven. That it's was my
15: question. Be- what, are, what are you guys waiting to get on the table? Great question. So
1: actually, uh, Five Games for Doomsday, one of my favorite board game podcasts, asked the question online recently and asked people to send in a 20-second clip. And I did send in a 20-second clip, so you might hear that next week's episode um, of uh, Five Games for for Doomsday. Uh, But my answer uh, was I want to get Forgotten Waters to the table because it plays seven. Mm -hmm. And it's just light dice-chucking skill checks and story and laughing. And I want to drink some beers and eat some pretzels and roll some dice and laugh with my friends before we get into 18xx and uh splotters
0: and for me um dune i want to i want six people i want to be fighting against five people and laughing and larping and and just you know when paul did the episode where uh, games that make memories those are the Basically, his entire list are the games that I most want to play because what I'm looking for is that human interaction uh, heightened through co- competition and gameplay. And uh, uh, there's no there's no game that does that that better than than Dune for me.
1: We could we could maybe make that one game day and just kick Dimitri out after uh, Forgotten Waters and then go play Dune.
0: Sounds good to me. I'm there.
1: Uh, I'm bummed out because my birthday is uh, the end of the month and it always coincides yeah. with strategic con, yeah and i always celebrate my birthday spending a whole day playing board games with my friends at strategic con during memorial day weekend and i'm super bummed that that's not going to happen this year
0: and the other strategic strategic con happened coincides with uh usually cons- coincides with uh, valentine's day and yeah. trey and i have a tradition of getting a room together <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, yeah.
0: next and to the crazy. next to the con <laughs>
1: Somehow your partners don't leave you. I've never understood how that works. Isn't You're that like, amazing? Oh, I'm at the con on Valentine's Day. I'm like, you get away with that. It's crazy.
0: It's, it, it's amazing to have understanding spouses. It really is. It really is. Andrew, thanks so um, much for calling in. Appreciate it.
15: Yeah, thanks for putting this show out and giving us something to listen to in this time. It's definitely appreciated.
0: It is really yeah, our wow. pleasure.
1: And I I will thank Tom for doing most of the heavy lifting on that for sure.
0: Not at all. This is a team effort. One of the great things about the the format is that it really is a team effort and it really is uh, everybody uh, pitching in together. So, Matty, we did it.
1: This was fun. I had a good time i um, severely disappointed in Derek Lipkin. Feel I feel like he really, really dropped the ball pretty big on this one. I
0: mean, you know what? Overpromising and under-delivering is, <laughs> is kind of something that we're seeing a lot of these days. And yet, I still never quite get used to it.
1: No, but seriously. Thank you, Derek. This, uh, <laughs> I, 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 Derek reached out to me last week and said, I know you guys are doing a call-in show. Derek always helped moderate our, our call-in shows for my last podcast. Um, and I, I wouldn't have wanted to do this without him. Derek has a two-month-old child at home, uh, which wins the award for a person who uh, is the least responsible with their time right now talking to us. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> but d- thank you so much.
0: Derek, if your microphone works at any kind of reasonable volume level, we want to give you a second to, to pitch what is going on on, uh, on Monday. This episode will come out. A decent number of people will listen to it. Tell us what you are, you are up for on this, uh, on this biggest, uh, biggest Geek Award. I'm sorry, I'm probably saying that wrong. Go ahead, tell us.
2: It's it's all good. How, how do I sound? yeah sound amazing. Oh, amazing. oh my god, I finally got it. Oh, oh. my goodness. What <laughs> what a what. We all went on this journey together. What a journey. What a journey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a show. It's actually um, put on by Caveat NYC, which is actually a bar in New York. Putting on the show called Nerd Search, where four nerds are going to face off on who is the nerdiest about their particular area of expertise. So I am the pinball nerd. I'll be going up against a dragon nerd, Uh-oh. a K-pop nerd, oh. and oh gosh, I'm forgetting the, the fourth one.
1: Dragon nerd?
0: Dragon. Yes, dragon.
2: Yes. Dragon someone nerd. who's very into all sorts of scaled flying creatures. I assume.
1: I don't, what? You mean a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> nerd? No, no, no just no.
0: really into dragons.
1: who knows a lot about the <laughs> mythical creature. Collectibles
0: and all sorts of things like that, I, right?
1: I'm, I'm calling BS on that category. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> I, that's, that's ridiculous.
2: Oh, and musical theater is the last one. So those are the four categories. I think I actually am I, I'm in a good a good set. I think Do I you think so? really it's,
0: shine. It sounds like a hard bracket to me. Musical theater musical you know, theater nerd is is that's a tough one.
2: Well, if I have to go up against, you know, if, if I have to like show any expertise in my opponent's categories, I already got that one covered. So uh, you know, I'm gonna match him. He's not gonna be able to match me. Uh so I, I'm excited to uh you know put put my best foot forward on this. Five
0: hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Okay, good.
2: Brian
1: Eddy's first designed pinball. Go. Oh god. <laughs>
2: oh god i'll i'll say uh oh brian eddie come on jeez louise is long. it is it uh corvette no it's
1: uh, I, I believe i believe his first main one was the shadow that he had.
2: <laughs> oh yes oh and i recently did a pinball trivia night and i i, I missed that again so i i uh, clearly i have some particulars i gotta get get tight on but uh do you know who invented pinball
1: um no i don't who invented pinball
2: montague redgrave amazing w- w- way back in the uh the late 1800s improvements to bagatelle so get excited for that kind of knowledge <laughs>
0: Montague Redgrave
1: oh, yeah. I knew that would elicit some sort of an oh, accent
0: are you kidding me are you kidding? That, is, that is going to be my new name on any website when I don't want to give my real name <laughs> this month. I
1: think you gave me that name once in one of your LARPs I think I, I was Montague, Montague Redgrave. Redgrave I'm
0: pretty sure you were <laughs>
2: yeah. that, and actually British inventor who lived in Ohio so the, you could have fun with the accent there
0: Montague Redgrave of Shaker Heights
1: what an amazing time to end the podcast uh, Derek, thanks so thank much. You Derek, thank you for helping put this together. Thank you, uh, and say hi to your lovely wife. And uh, I hope you and your you guys have a wonderful time with your newborn.
0: Appreciate that, Manny. I miss you dearly. I just want to tell I you.
1: you, I miss you. I miss you, my sweet dear friend. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, I think I think we'll be gaming at some point this summer, don't you?
0: I think there's a good chance. Yeah, I think there is. I really maybe, do.
1: Maybe July. Maybe by July 4th.
0: Um, a small
15: group.
0: I, I'm I, I'm going to say that we we don't know nearly enough to even start making predictions. Everyone wants to make a prediction. Yeah. I just don't know. I just I, I have no idea. They were
1: doing uh, they were doing COVID testing uh, uh, about a mile away from me the other day, and I. Just went and got it because might as well help with the uh, with the data.
0: We are tremendously um, fortunate so. in that we we are the rare U.S. city where everyone can get tested. And, uh, and they're
1: asking that everybody do if they can, because they want data. So I, yeah. I went down and I, I have no reason to think I have it. I have no symptoms, but I, um, you know,
0: Paul and pa- Paul and his wife are coming over for dinner tonight um, because they have gotten tested and yeah. they are. They are clear so. and we are all you know, the rest of the family is all sequestered together. And uh, we're going to play Elfinland in real time. IRL. IRL, yeah, in real life.
1: Well, I'll I'll have my test back next week, so maybe maybe a two-player game is in order. I don't know. Maybe we're getting crazy. We'll see.
0: Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for you, my friend. Uh, Well, thanks, everybody,
1: for tuning in. Um, And uh, Tom will be back next week for a regular episode
0: yeah uh, reach, reach out to us on That's the uh, on the socials is uh, is where we can be found i i think you guys pretty much know where to go by now facebook uh, we have Definitely. facebook group we have a discord channel all of that is still kicking and still very very busy you want to do
1: the final stinger for everybody while, while we have them here
0: You've been listening to Game Brain. Produced and edited by Matthew Robinson and Tom Donnelly. Special thanks to Daedalus for our incredible music. You know him as Alfred. More on Daedalus at GameBrainPod.com. And you can reach us by email by contact at GameBrainPod.com or on Twitter at GameBrain underscore pod. Thanks for listening. And go out and play some games with friends online or virtually make some friends with games.
1: Ah, you did it. Well done. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Thanks.